guys. Ladies. Gentlemen. Children. Old timers. Tonight, the best show. We'll get to the bottom of who the top 100 fictional characters of all time are. We will do the rankings for the next three hours. There's other stuff we're going to do, too, but get ready for the most exciting show of your life, guys, because the best show is about to begin. test the mics here now. 
with ghoul sounds. Get back to the ghoul sounds. Right? You know who that is, right, Mike? It's my parody of, of uh, pavement. Gold sounds. That's my Weird Al type send-up of pavement for my when, when my parody album comes out. My indie rock parody album. Look out for the ghoul sounds Because a monster's coming after you No, I don't like that Oh, guys Best show is back Phone number 201-332-3484 And we have an exciting show planned for you tonight Three hours dedicated to finding out who the top 100 fictional characters of all time are. Just so you know, this includes any character that does not exist. Whether it be from TV, movies, commercials, logos... Books, I guess. I guess, right? Who reads those dumb things, though? Makes my head hurt. That 600-page Bob Fosse book might have knocked me out of contention for a while when it comes to uh, books. So, uh, we'll be doing that throughout the show, putting this list together. And you can check the list up at thebestshow.net. Thebestshow.net is where the list will be posted. It will be an ongoing, active thing. We're going to shape this thing together, guys. I have some suggestions. You guys have plenty of suggestions. Let's get this uh, thing trending also. Where the hashtag for the show tonight is Best Show 100. If you're over at uh, Twitter, Best Show 100. Music. What did we just hear? Oh, we heard the Vaselines. Classic song from their classic catalog. Dying for it, which appeared on the EP of the same name. But we played it from the LP collection that Sub Pop put out called Enter the Vaselines. An awesome compilation of all their stuff in one place. All the original Vaselines 1.0. Before that, Soul Junk from their album 1960. We heard Your Testimonies, and this is a really great album. Who doesn't love, who doesn't love, uh, uh, Glenn Galaxy? I loved him when he was in Truman's Water. And Soul Junk, gotta love him. Forever. One of my all time favorite people and all time favorite artists. 
Octagrape. And this album came out on the, uh, on the Sounds Familiar label. Would you go find out more about that over at Sounds Familiar, but it's F-A-M-I-L-Y-R-E dot, dot com. And that's the label that, uh, one of my other favorite people, Daniel Smith from Danielson Family, uh, runs. Another great guy. All these great guys. Lucky to know some of these people. I'm looking over Twitter. I see some people that I know I'm going to put forth on the best uh, uh, top 100. Top 100 uh, uh, fictional characters of all time list. I'm seeing some of them already. Popping up in there. I'm seeing ones that I would never suggest. Some people are delusional. I will say, the Gregulator putting the dudes from the Sonic commercial in there, the two guys, they might come in at 101 on this list. They might be, if this was Billboard magazine, they would be bubbling under. Those Sonic, that's our Abbott and Costello, those Sonic guys. Those two dimwits who only live on... Loaded hot dogs and uh, double fudge brownie blasts. There are Thelma and Louise. What if it turned out they were on the... What if it turned out the whole time they filmed these commercials, there was a body in the trunk? Like the final one of those commercials they reveal. Like a cop pulls up, like, whoop, whoop. Alright, I'm going to ask you guys to step out of the car. And the one guy steps out and he's got a gun inside his Sonic brownie pineapple upside down uh, coconut fudge blast. And the cop just mows him down. And then the other guy hits the ground crying. And they pop the trunk and there's six dead bodies in there. Of, of Sonic employees. And that's how the, and then the Sonic commercials end. And then it just says, Sonic. This Sonic commercial, at the end it, it says, this Sonic commercial was brought to you. This Sonic commercial was directed by, uh, whoever directed, uh, I don't know. I, who, who would direct a, a thing that violent? Who? A Quentin Tarantino. No. Some other violent dude. Who makes violent movies, Mike? The dude who did Drive. Reffin. Whatever his name is. Nicholas Reffin. Music-wise, we heard one other song starting us off. A really amazing collection. It's uh, the band Timmy's Organism. Uh, there's a two LP set on on Hozak called uh, Singles Collection and Unreleased Tracks. Seriously heavy duty stuff. Gotta check it out. Uh, we heard No Hassle. 
what what a great uh, what a great band, Timmy's Organism. In a matter of moments, we will begin. Best show. One hundred. That's what it is over at uh, at Twitter. Best show one hundred because we, for the rest of the show, will be figuring out the top one hundred fictional characters of all time. Do you have any names, Mike? Mike's got a few. None of those masses guys. They're real, Mike. Those guys. Those are real guys. You might wish they were fictional. All right, Mike just hand Mike handed me. Oh, there we go. Mike handed me a few. Uh, whoa, Mike, I think the list is done already. We can go home. Mike handed me a, a novella of names. My friends, spring is here. The weather's getting warmer. And if you're a fan of baseball, you know what that means. It means baseball's back, and it's time for fantasy baseball. And the best place to get in on the action for fantasy baseball is over at DraftKings.com. That's the official daily fantasy partner of Major League Baseball. Look, I love fantasy basketball. I'm in the finals right now. I'm squared off against this uh, guy. Who knows who's going to win? We'll know uh, next uh, Wednesday who wins the league. So I know what it's like, the glory and the majesty of fantasy sports. It's so much fun. And now, you, the fantasy baseball enthusiast, you can play daily fantasy uh, uh, games over at DraftKings.com. No season-long commitment, just instant action and instant cash. Why wait till the end of the season to claim the spoils of your triumph? When you can win big money every day over at DraftKings.com. It's a brand new season. Every time you play, just select two pitchers, eight position players, stay under the salary cap, and you could be on your way to an enormous payday. Last year, Pete from Colorado won a million bucks over at DraftKings.com in one day just playing fantasy baseball. So here's what you do. You go over to DraftKings.com right now. You enter in promo code BEST to play for free. You could win part of the $300 million in prizes being awarded this season. Use promo code BEST for free entry right now over at DraftKings.com. You go to DraftKings.com and you do your fantasy baseball daily leagues over there. Promo code BEST. And that is how you support the best show. With, uh, with that. Before we begin, I need to read the, uh, caller manifesto, as I will do every show. The caller, best show caller manifesto and bill of rights. All callers are created equal, except for dudes. Uh, your name and location are certainly nice, but not essential. I know you like the show. Thank you for liking it, but you do not need to say it. Please have something to talk about. Do not lie to AP Mike about what you want to talk about. Once the show ends, the topic has expired. Only Tom can make exceptions to this. One caller per show is allowed to invoke the nuclear option, which grants them 30 uninterrupted seconds of airtime. 
Having purchased the Sharpling and Worcester box set over at NumeroGroup.com earns you 15 seconds of uninterrupted airtime. And I reserve the right to revoke that. If you're nervous, a caller has the right to tell Tom they're nervous. No funny voices. No rehearsed comedy routines. Nobody has the right to say which celebrity any person resembles. Getting hung up on is an honor. Do not forget this. Wasn't there one more, Mike, that we came up with? I'm I'm sure it'll come up soon. So, guys, now we are going to begin. Best show, 100. We are going to figure out the 100 greatest characters in the history. The No, the 100 greatest fictional characters of all time. All right, let's let's uh, begin this. Let's go right to the phone. I want to see what somebody says on the phone. Let's take it to the phones. I want to see what the people have to say about this over at 201-332-3484. And you can go to thebestshow.net. We will be putting up the list there and, and building it as the show goes on. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's Julie from Cincinnati. Oh, my goodness. Julie from Cincinnati. What's going How on? Are you? I'm okay. How are um, you tonight? Good. I've been working on this list for a long time. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, all day today. Okay. All right. So, so you've, you've got some suggestions. Now, I'm going to tell you. I yes. am the ultimate arbiter of this list. That's, that's fine. I just, I've got the very best choices for you here. I will be harsh. I'm a difficult I, taskmaster. I, I know. I expected it. You wouldn't expect but, um, anything less, would you? No, but can I give you my first three anyway, and then I'll give you sure. one that you might like. Let's hear your first three. Number one is Lebedev from The Idiot, but I might have pronounced that wrong. The Idiot? What's that, Dostoevsky? Yeah, that's my favorite book. All right. And it's probably, I meet the most people like that character. I'm always thinking of it. Okay. That's a look. I don't know that book. Again, I oh. the books I read tend to have um, pictures, pictures, and guys flying around, and oh, and uh, launching uh, rays like laser beams from their palms of their hands. What about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. I like Wonder Woman. I like Wonder Woman too. I read a book about her. Put Wonder Woman on the list. Oh. What about Queequeg from Moby Dick? Queequeg from Moby Dick? That's the, 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 the guy who's like, cool your jets, Ishmael, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he uh, has a Ramadan in his hotel room and smokes a pipe. Let's put Wonder Woman at 25 to start with. We're going to slide these rankings around. Queequeg. And- I, I, I don't know. I might want to put Moby Dick on the list instead. Put the actual whale on there. You know okay. what I mean? I, I was going to ask if you have a separate list for dogs, or do they go on this? Oh, anyone can go on dogs. A- a- any Mitchell, animals? Uh, McGruff the crime dog. McGruff Bingo. the crime dog. Yeah. I'm going to pass on that one. Bingo. Bingo? You mean from the, the song? No, the dog Bingo from the movie Bingo. Wait, there's a movie about the 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 B I N G O. 
So he like, drives the car in the movie. Like, the actual dog actually drives the car. Not like those movies where a dog drive or videos where the dog drives a go-kart, but the actual dog drives a... And it's not, like, fake, like Karate Dog was fake, but Bingo was real. I never saw the movie Bingo. Um, It's pretty good, but I think it's not on Netflix. I don't know why. All right. Well, maybe we should put Moby Dick. I'm going to put Moby Dick at yeah. number 90. The actual, the he whale from Moby won. Dick. He's a winner. And um, Meatwad, I like Meatwad. That's the only other one I have. Meatwad. Meatwad's pretty good. And He's look, probably one of my favorite characters ever. Names are going to come on and off this list. So Meatwad, okay. in, 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 in two hours, Meatwad might be uh, ancient history. We're going to put Meatwad at 55. And on the hundred all-time greatest characters, Meatwad <laughs> is ranking fifty-five. For a good reason. Yes. Fifty-five is not bad. I mean, no. out of like millions, there have been characters for like thousands of years. Sure. No. But yeah. the, But there, there's new classics. Meatwad is. I, I, he's probably seriously my favorite. One of my favorite characters ever. Okay, here I'm putting I'm putting some locks in here that are not going to budge anyway. Where, okay? Yeah. At, at number 100. I think this one doesn't budge at all. At number 100, Roger Kaputnik, you might know from Mad Magazine, the lighter side of, he's the guy who's always getting mad at stuff. He's always at the doctor's office. Okay. Roger Kaputnik, number 100. Okay? Yep. Number 10. Jim Rockford, right? Rockford Files. Well, from the Rockford Files? Yeah, we're putting him all the way at number 10. Top 10. But what? we'll see We'll see if it slides up. He's not leave. These aren't leaving the list. Roger Kaputnik like, could climb. I like Columbo a lot better. Oh, you're wrong, Julie. Julie, you're so like, wrong. I've only watched two Rockford Files. Well, there's 123 more waiting for you. Well, you know what? I might watch them. Come on, it's the most, it's it's like, look, I like Columbo too. It's a matter of no, what, do you like seeing I'd a detective just go like, walking around going like, because like you watch an episode of Columbo, it's like, it's it's weirdly out of date now where he's just like, it turns out you had a uh, video cassette recorder playing the baseball <laughs> game. And it, like, that's it, what solves the thing. Like, what would that be now? It turns out you were, uh. Turns out you were posting to, you were posting to, uh, group, uh, to, uh, you know, to, uh, LinkedIn at the time you would preset your, uh, you'd preset your post. Yeah. I couldn't have committed the crime. I was, I was, at that point, uh, at that time, I was, uh, when the crime took place, I was, uh, updating my LinkedIn profile. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Turns out you were, uh, you'd preset that to, uh, to down to up uh, to update while you were committing the crime. That's what a that's what a Columbo would be like now, in 2015. Yeah, but you gotta put your brain back in 1970. Oh, I know. And, oh, look, I love and it. And I mean, like, like I, I like, love it. But I'm telling you, yeah, Rockford. Files, really, you watch Rockford Files. This dude gets punched out. He gets punched out. He loses. He doesn't get paid. I, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm going to try it again. I tried it once, like, a few weeks ago. I'll and there's, try this it guy, there's this guy, Angel. He's always bugging him. Isn't oh, he the guy who's always saying weird stuff to him? He's the guy who's always like, 
hey, Rocky, what if we do a thing like this? Like he's always like conning him. So he's a he's a, a dirtbag, like a, a low level criminal. And then Rockford's yeah. like, oh hell, Angel, what what are you getting me into now? <laughs> like, like I don't have time for this. Like, so you got to check it out. You're I'm going like to. It. Um, as soon as I finish watching uh, Mob Wives, I'm going to watch it. Okay. Julie from Cincinnati. Yeah. Thank you for the but, call. Can I say one more thing really Sure, fast? of course you can. My husband wanted to put E.T. on the list, but he wo- won't seven. call. He won't call. Number seven. Yeah, E.T.'s not going anywhere okay. near this list. E.T. Good. What a, Thanks. What a okay. non-character, right? Yeah, seriously. E.T.'s a snooze. It's just a blob with eyes. Who cares? Yes, Exactly. The blob with eyes eats candy. A oh blob, God, thank candy you. eating blob. You just saved my marriage. <laughs> Bye, well, Tom. Uh, you have a great night. Bye. You too. E.T. What a snooze. I'd rather put one of those dudes pointing guns in the kids' faces in the, in the thing. Peter Coyote. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, I got a character for your approval. Let's hear it. Patsy Stone from Absolutely Fabulous. I'll put that low. We'll put her low. Okay. That's, uh, that's what, that's, uh, what's her name plays her, right? Uh, who, who plays her again is, um. Joanna Lumley? Yes, right, yes. The last time we saw her was in Wolf of Wall Street. Right? Yeah. Now playing Wolf of Wall Street. If the movie you've selected is Chappie, press... (laughs) Thank you, buddy. If the movie you've selected is Fast and the Furious 7... Please report to your parole officer. Ladies and gentlemen, the best show tonight is also supported by Wealthfront, the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way. Wealthfront software manages your money using investment strategies that were previously only available to the wealthiest investors for just one quarter of the cost of using a traditional advisor. Wealthfront monitors your account 24-7, automatically rebalancing your portfolio, reinvesting dividends, and working to maximize your after-tax returns. Wealthfront's also overseen by a team of investment experts, the same experts that launched the Index Fund Revolution. If you want to find out more, you go over to wealthfront.com. You check that, you check their site out. See what the deal is. They manage over $2 billion in client assets. They've saved over millions of dollars in taxes for its clients. And if you go to wealthfront.com slash best show, you can get your first $10,000 managed for free. Again, wealthfront.com slash best show, and you can get your first $10,000 managed for free. 
Wealthfront Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered through Wealthfront Brokerage Corporation member FINRA and SIPC. This is not a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Investing in securities involves risk. There is a possibility of losing money. Passive performance is no guarantee of future results. Please visit Wealthfront.com to read their full disclosure. One more thing I want to tell you guys about Harry's. You know Harry's. I told you before, I can do anything. There's two things I'm not allowed to do. Go in a sensory deprivation tank and grow a beard. The two things I'm not allowed to do. If I wanted to raise alpacas, my wife would be like, go for it. Can't grow a beard, can't go in a sensory deprivation tank. You know what? So I got to shave. And, you know, shaving, is, it's, it's expensive. You go to the mall. I went to the mall. I looked at this high-end uh, shaving store. I was like, what? How much is this stuff? These shaving kits cost so much money. I don't have money for that stuff. All these fancy-schmancy razors with the swiveling handles. It's like I'm uh, playing a video game on my face. Not for me, man. That's why Harry's is here. The razors are about half the price of big branded blades, and they ship for free to your doorstep. And you are not sacrificing quality for savings. Harry's uh, razors are top-notch, made in Germany. And Harry's liked the uh, craftsmanship so much that they bought the entire factory in Germany to make their razors. And you'll get a great shave with Harry's. And their starter set is a, an amazing deal. It's $15. You get a razor, more moisturizing shaving cream, and three razor blades. And with promo code BESTSHOW, you can get $5 off that already amazing deal with your first purchase. Go to harrys.com and enter in coupon code BESTSHOW with your first purchase and receive $5 off of the starter set. That's harrys.com, promo code Best show. I'm still going in a sensory deprivation tank. I'm doing it. Sorry. Going after the show. On the sly. Oh, wait. Why did I say it on the radio? Whoops. We are doing the top 100 fictional characters of all time. The phone number, 201-332-3484. I'm looking at Twitter. I'm seeing people's suggestions there. Some weirdo just suggested Mac from Mac and Me. Not happening. Hashtag Best Show 100. You can check the list out over at thebestshow.net. All right. What do we got here? Dudio, the dude who built the studio. Jason Gore, a.k.a. the Dudio, who, congratulations to him for winning some Twitter thing. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Congra- congratulations, you did it. We knew you could do it. He just handed a list off. 
Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. He suggests Fraser Crane. Nope. The Thing. Interesting. The Thing. The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing or Marvel Comics The Thing. Eh, man, that might fly. Del Preston, who was that? John Candy? The who? The roadie from Wayne's World. The, the from Wayne's World Two is not making the list. I'm sorry. I'm putting at number seventy six, Ben Grimm. It was a two M's, right? Yeah. We'll put the thing on here. That one might, uh, he might get bounced though. And then Paunch from Chips. I don't know if that's happening. Now if Paunch from uh, Chips is going to make the list. I got to throw a few on here. Let's see. What do you think? Pillsbury Doughboy? Should he make the list? No. No to the Pillsbury Doughboy. Roger Kaputnik's on the list already. Let's go to the phones. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, this is Taylor from Dallas. Taylor from Dallas, welcome to the Best Show. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. I had a suggestion uh, for the 100 greatest fictional characters. Yes. Uh, it's a little outside of the box, but and I'm this is not a joke. I genuinely feel this way. Flow from the progressive ad. Flow from the progressive ad. That's funny because Mike suggested Pam from Progressive Insurance. Who's Pam? Pam is that is that a real? Is, no, Pam is from Toyota. Mike doesn't. Even, Mike does, no, you're no, you're right. Mike doesn't know. Oh, okay. Mike's saying Pam from Toyota. Jan, it's Jan from the Toyota commercials. Jan, well, I'm glad to see you're such a fan, Mike. Jan from Toyota and Pam, and I, I, I'm not putting Flo from the progressive commercials in there. Those commercials are, are like getting hit in the knees with a baseball bat every time they're on, and there's 700 of them. Sorry. Sir? Sir? Gone. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Jesse from Las Vegas. Jesse from Las Vegas. How are you, Jesse? I'm great. Do you have a name for the Tom, the 100 fictional characters of all time? I have a list of 12, if You'll indulge uh, get, me no, I don't want for, like, well. maybe two. Can, can I have two? G give me your best two. Okay. Uh, Charles Roden's character in Midnight Run, 
Jonathan the Duke Mardukas. No. Okay. And Liz Lemon. Yeah, Liz Lemon will make the list, definitely. Okay. Without a doubt. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Guy from Las Vegas. He's busy hanging out with uh, Brendan Flowers. Right? When there's nowhere else to run, right? Let me right here. Liz. Liz Lemon should, we'll, we'll put her at 30. All right, there we go. I had Liz Lemon on my list. Just crossed it off. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's Lisa in Orlando. Lisa in Orlando. How are you tonight? I am well, and you? I'm good. Good? Yes. Good. I've got a name to to uh, propose. Um, Ted Baxter from the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Yes. Without a doubt, Ted Baxter has to make the list. Awesome. Let's just put him at well, 50. I, we'll I don't need to even give you any more names. Then, no, right? you did it. <laughs> Yay, I'm the first try. There's a chance. To, uh, there's a, I wonder if anyone will have portrayed, if any actor will have portrayed multiple people on this top list. Do you think that's possible? Mm, I don't know. Does, does Judge Smales make this list from Caddyshack? Uh, you know what? I, I thought of him as well. For, you know what we're going to do right now? We're going to put Judge Smales at 99. Awesome. We put we put Ted Baxter at 50. We're putting Judge Smales. That, that's a he's, he's, he could slide off the chart at any second. Judge Smales. <laughs> okay. But uh, you know who else should make it? Then we got to go with uh, uh, if that, if no, we got to strike Judge Smales at 99. 99 is going to be Henry Rush. That's ah. uh, that's his character from Too Close for Comfort. He might be the only person with three <laughs> characters on the list. Judge Smales will put it six. It's uh, sixty-two. Okay. Wow, sixty-two. Yeah. So he Ted, moved up. Yeah. So Ted, Ted Knight could potentially have three characters on this list. So where's that? Where's Ted Baxter going? Ted Baxter went in at uh, fifty. Ah. Okay. So, thank you. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Okay. okay bye. bye. We are doing the top one hundred. Greatest fictional characters of all time. Let's go over to Twitter and see what people have to say there. Ba 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 ba. Frogger, that's pretty good. Yeah, of course, uh, uh, of course, Clifford's making the list, guys. Don't worry, Clifford's making the list. It's just a matter of how high he ranks. Mister Buxton is pretty good. From Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure. A bit, a bit of fruit, please. Remember that? Remember that, Mike? Remember uh, Francis's father? Remember the kid who bugged uh, Pee Wee stole his bike? His father, Mr. Buxton. And Pee Wee was at, offered him some gum, which what kind of gum he wanted. And he offered him if he wanted, like, spearmint or fruit. And he went, a bit of fruit, please. Steve Brule, I don't know, maybe. Maybe Steve Brule might take shape on this thing. Alright, let's let's lock in some uh, let's lock in some some automatics here. Um let's see. Um 
Rockford, we got. All right, let's go uh, at number uh, uh, 88. We're doing a Martian from Mars Attacks. That makes it there. Now, we'll get some egghead ones in here, too, for all you uh, bookworms. All right, bookworms. Give me your bookiest ones. Best show, you're on the air. Oh, hi. This is Melissa from Los Angeles. Melissa from Los Angeles. Do I know this, Melissa? You do. <laughs> well, I'm going to say right now, Melissa, somebody just suggested Rupert Pupkin. Rupert, <laughs> Rupert Pupkin has to go in at uh, five. Yeah, yeah, I Rupert agree with Pupkin that. Rupert Pupkin is five. <laughs> so the top ten has two people in it now. It has Jim Rockford and Rupert Pupkin. Well, I, I have a suggestion for top ten, but, uh, you know, obviously it's up to you to rank it. Now, this is, you are one half of the creative duo that uh, that are so spectacular, yes? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Give yourself a plug. <laughs> Uh, I'm uh, one half of the Little Friends of Printmaking. And for people who check out the best, sh- the the Sharpling and Worcester box set, you you uh, guys did these postcards that are in there. We did four we did. beautiful postcards. Thank you, Tom. They are so great. I love them so much. Thank you so much for being a part of that. Well, we are but a mirror. <laughs> oh well, that's. Yeah, I feel like I've, I feel like it's a mirror talking to a mirror because I know I've said that before. <laughs> um, uh, so, my suggestion um, is uh, is um, Alan Partridge. Yeah, Alan Partridge. Of course, that's a, a lock. I'm going to put Alan Partridge at. Uh, let's put Alan Partridge at eight. Okay. I'm I'm happy with that. Alan Partridge goes in at eight, and at seventy-nine, Lynn goes in. Right. Excellent. How can Lynn not be on the list? His assistant. <laughs> Who doesn't love I think Lynn? That's great. I mean, you could probably put pretty much any character from the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. You could put Michael. You could put uh, the woman from behind the counter at the season one who laughs at him. I'm not putting Archie Bunker on this. Somebody just put that. No, Archie <laughs> Bunker's not going on this thing. Well, Melissa, thank you so much. Yeah, of course, my pleasure. Have a great night. Bye. You too. Bye bye. So yeah, so you can check out thebestshow.net. The names are going up there. And we will be putting together a comprehensive list that has uh, uh, in order. That is also being uh, worked on as we speak. I wonder if this is trending anywhere. Is Best Show 100 trending anywhere? Should be. Shouldn't it? And National Beer Day is up there. Great. Oh, at least National Beer Day is trending. Kawhi Leonard's trending. I'm not putting the uh, uncle from uh, 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 Hard Day's Night up there. One of the worst, char- one of the worst characters in anything. 
that annoying uncle. Should have chucked him off the train. Right? You little creep. That creep was bumming everybody out. Messing with everybody's heads. I'm looking at this list now. Let's see. Urkel. No. Jazz. Billy Crystal Jazz Man is not going on the list. Alan Partridge is on the list. I don't think I would put Kenny Powers on the list. I, if I was going to put anybody from Eastbound and Down, I'd put uh, the character that uh, Deep Roy played in Season 2. Remember him, Mike? Did you watch Season 2 when he went to Mexico? Remember the little guy who was like, who was like at the knife? It's like slashing him. That guy, Deep Roy. He also played the, um, all the Oompa Loompas in... Um, Played all the Oompa Loompas in um, in uh, the uh, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory remake. Let's see, Little Wonder. I don't know. That's a troubling picture. The person put up with a kid with a light bulb in her mouth. Huel from Breaking Bad. That might be the only Breaking Bad character that should make the list. Huel. Roxy Lang wants to know if cartoon characters are acceptable. Of course, they're acceptable. If, I, if I'm going to c- contemplate putting uh, Pillsbury Doughboy on this thing. No, I'm not putting Jay and Silent Bob on the list. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, uh, this is Missy from Spokane. Missy from Spokane, I know who you are. Yeah. How are you? Hi. I'm great, how are you? I'm doing good. Welcome to the show. Thank you, I'm really excited. Well, um, I, actually, it's really funny. Melissa from L.A. called in with mine, and my real name is Melissa. So, yeah, she she took my Alan Partridge. Yes, but I, have, I have a couple other. Ones. You should have a couple others. You're 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 a canny person. Let's see. Um, I got Freddie Quell from The Master. Ooh, that's a good one, right? Freddie. I think. What do you, so. what do you think, Mike? Should Freddie? Maybe we go back to back Freddy's. Maybe Freddy Quell. So let me just say, Freddy. How do you, uh, let's let's put him at. Uh, uh, we'll put him at ninety. Freddy uh, Q. Spell it for me. I think it's Q U E L L. Okay, Freddy Quell, the master. Okay, and should I put Freddy? What about Freddy from House of Cards? Should oh, he make the list? Freddy, the way Julie Klausner does a great. Impression of uh, of uh, Kevin Spacey. I don't know if you if you say it, I trust it. No, he's not. Gonna, he's not going to make the list. The other Freddie. <laughs> so Freddie Quell made the list. Awesome. First conflict. Freddie Quell just thought Moby Dick. Okay, well Moby Dick can be ninety-one then. Right. Freddie Quell outranks Moby Dick. True that. Thank you. Thank who, you. Who else do you want to put on the list? Uh, Nathan Barley. Interesting. So annoying. Right? Yeah. So But annoying. it's so now. It is so now. I gotta think about that one. I'm gonna write that Super one down. Right. I'm not putting it on the list, but I'm thinking. I'm writing down Nathan Barley. You ever okay. watch that show, Mike? Nathan Barley, it's a British show. You'd like it. It's it's really uh it's like it's just about this. It's it's this horrifying. It's like the worst character in the creation of anything. 
extremely obnoxious. Yeah, it's like the most hip hipsterish hip hipsterish hipster dude, and he keeps winning. Like he never loses. Keep well, waiting for him to finally get it, and he never gets it. He never I'm, will. I'm not putting the old man from the Great Adventure commercials on here. Oh, God. He's not making the list. <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> this isn't a list of nightmares. <laughs> yes, that would be top 100 nightmares, would be that guy. Exactly. You find yourself trapped on a, on a roller coaster with that guy. Isn't it amazing that that's what a company chose to like advertise their product? Like this will this will sell more tickets to this amusement park to children. Yeah, to children. The idea. Don't worry, this old man who looks like a weird. I don't know what he looks like. Looks like a melting wax figure from like a somebody left the heat on at a wax museum. Uh, it's just like, like, and that's what it would look like at the end, the yeah. night. Like the candlestick from uh, Beauty and the Beast. I've never seen Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it's a good one. Is it good? It's pretty good. You're already backing down. You're saying it's good. Now you're saying it's pretty good. Next thing you'll say it's okay. Well, you know, it's, uh, it could use some words. You're already walking it back. All the way. You're going to start to say it's your least favorite movie ever in two minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Is there going to be an opposite list? Can I call <laughs> in with that one? <laughs> the opposite list. Look, let's see how this <laughs> Let's see how this list goes before yeah, we yeah. work on opposite lists. Well, I love these. how these turn out where we all rank stuff, so this should be fun. Yes. Well, thank you for calling. I'm glad you. I, I got to talk to you. Thank you. Bye, Tom. Say hi to your mom. I will. Okay. Have a great night. Got Wes uh, suggesting that uh, Al Dunbar and Brother Bruno from the famous Doobie Brothers um, bootleg episode. I don't know. I don't know about that. Who else we got here? Alright, we have to go uh, uh, with uh, one I had on my list that I keep seeing coming up from people is... uh, is uh, Marge Gunderson from Fargo. I've, I had that written down, and let's add her to the list at 26. What do you think about that, Mike? Ugh. Who else is on Mike's list? Here, let's see Mike's list. Let's see. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny has to go in on this list most influential characters of my entire life, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Do we have anybody at eight? Well, let's go. How about 15? Well, now it's filled with Bugs Bunny. Strozik. Mike's got Strozik on his list. Now here's his literature people. Huck Finn, Anna Karana, Willie Loman. I, I I don't know, Mike. 
His egghead, his egg, his egghead stuff. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Rob from Amsterdam. How are you this evening? Rob from Amsterdam. What's up, Rob? Oh, sir, I'd like to contribute to the topic. What time is it in Amsterdam right now? It is about 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay, and why are you still up? Uh, well, to uh, uh, be uh, full disclosure, I'm visiting my family in Massachusetts right now. Okay, so you're Rob from Massachusetts. Sure, Who happens absolutely. to have a residence in Amsterdam. My folks live in Amsterdam, and I'm uh, visiting... Um, my folks live in Massachusetts, and I'm visiting for the next two weeks. Okay, well, that's nice. Yeah. Who do you have for this? I would like to contribute Ellen Ripley from the Alien films. All right, Ellen Ripley. Let's put her... Uh... Where should she be, Mike? Yeah, I'm not asking Mike. Mike doesn't know. Mike. Mike. Dudio. Ripley. Let's go 44. That's fair. Sure. Yeah, there we go. How's this list looking right now? Looks good? What do you think, Mike? It's what? It's eccentric. Okay, well let's let's get it might might be time to get a little more eccentric. Okay, here's Mike's. Somebody take Mike's pen away. <laughs> Mike's got the guy from Foxcatcher on the list. Foxcatcher's a true story. I'm not putting Foxcatcher on the list. Caller? Yes, sir. Did we finish up? I forget. Um if I could throw one more. Sure, who do you have? guest on the show. Uh, I'd like to throw Kimmy Schmidt on there. Too new. Too new. Put her okay. at 102. She'd be at 102 on the list. Oh, Right wow. underneath the Sonic guys. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not too insulting. No, well, well, thank you, buddy. Thank you, sir. Best show, you're on the air. Okay. Hi, Tom, this is Peter from Providence. Peter from Providence. Now, is Providence a space station orbiting Earth? Sometimes it feels that way. Well, you might. You clearly are calling from some sort of Skype-type situation, aren't you? No, it's just a poor cell phone provider. I'm sorry. I okay. wish I had a landline. What, 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 uh, what, what can I do for you, buddy? Well, I my gut reaction, I have to be honest, my gut reaction to the topic when I first heard it, I don't know why, but my mind and maybe my heart went to Captain Ron. Yeah, that's not, he's not going anywhere near this list. Captain Ron. <laughs> nope. Okay, can I, throw, can I throw out an alternate? One, sure. one alternate? By all means. How about Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer? Hmm. Yeah, there should be some representation. Let's put Unfrozen Cave, let's put him at, uh, Ninety-seven, unfrozen caveman that seems about right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks very much. Thank you. Right. Bye. Bye. Best show you're on the air. Who do you have for the top 100 fictional characters of all time? How about Miss Piggy? Miss Piggy? No, I'm not a fan of Miss Piggy or any. No Muppet is going to make this list. Sorry. All right. How about Tony Soprano? Tony Soprano. Should Tony Soprano make the list, Mike? I think Tony and Olivia. Olivia? 
You mean his sister? The mom's not making the list. One season. It's a one season wonder. One season wonder. Sorry. She ain't anywhere near this list. I'll also take Furio. Oh, you'll also take Furio? <laughs> what was, it's like, what is this? It's like, you're doing, what is this? Is this a Jeopardy? You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll also take Furio? No, Tony Soprano. Yeah. So Tony Soprano has to make the list. Let's find a good place for him, right? Got to find a good place for Tony Soprano. Where, how high should he be, in your opinion? Who is this, by the way? We didn't, ca- I didn't catch your name. I'm Holly from Oak Park, Illinois. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I, for me, he's a top 10. Okay. I'm going to put him at 12. Okay. He, but he might move up. All right. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah. No, you will take it. You're, <laughs> you're, very, you're not the final arbiter on this. Here, I'll take uh, Furio also. I'll take this. You're, take, you're taking a lot tonight. <laughs> A lot of taking. All right. All right. right. I've I've taken enough. Yes, you've taken enough. You shall take no more. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks. See, very nice. Very nice. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. How's it going? It's going all right. Who's this? This is Josh calling from Elizabeth. Josh from Elizabeth. What, uh, what do you got for the list, Josh? Uh, okay, I've got a few. Uh, can I give you three? Give me, give me, give me uh, two. Your best two. Okay, my best two. Uh, can we do Jim Carrey's character from The Cable Guy? I don't want to put that. I look. I, I that it, no, he's not making it. And uh, what about? Could we do? Uh, did you include the Sonic guys on the list, or did they get the boot? No, they're at one hundred and one. Okay, because I was gonna, I was gonna suggest uh, the Mac and PC from the Apple commercial. Let's put, let's put the PC from the PC at ninety six. PC from the Apple commercials. Alrighty. Thank you, buddy. Best show, you're on the air. Tom's is Ian from Pittsburgh. Ian from Pittsburgh. What's going on, Ian? for the list. We got Manny Thiner. You want to put him on the list? Want uh, Lydia from Beetlejuice? No. And how about Bob from Twin Peaks? Best Show 100 is at 5 in New York right now on Twitter. It's trending 5th. And who else do you want to put someone from Twin Peaks? No. I, Twin, I'm not a big Twin Peaks fan. I'm sorry. Can I say that now finally? I'm not a big Twin Peaks fan. I like it just fine. But I'm kind of weirdly hoping... Oh, you hung up on me. Okay. I'm weirdly hoping that they make it without David Lynch. Um, that was kind of exciting to me. That they would... Uh... Alright, we got to liven this list up a little bit now. Uh... Mike? Going outside the box on this one. At number... What's available in the 50s, Jason? At 58, from the television show Seinfeld. 
I am adding to the list Brody from Seinfeld. The guy who tried to get Jerry to bootleg the pirate the movies. He has one of the all-time greatest lines, and I'm probably not even going to get it right, but paraphrasing him, when Jerry's scared of him, all of a sudden there's like a a buzz at his door. And he goes, it's Brody, I'm coming up. And he lets him up. Let's him up. Why is Jerry? We're just saying, yeah, you're not coming up. I'm not letting you in my building. Brody from Seinfeld just made the list. 58. Might be a little high. Might be a little, somebody says seems a little low for Brody from, 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 <laughs> Brody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, Herman Melville. Um, hey, Herman, hey, Herman Melville, uh, Sure, I know you. Uh, it's your your uh, life's work, but uh, there's this one episode of Seinfeld that has this guy on it. Bro- he played Brody. That's yeah, Brody. I'm coming up. Okay, let's do that. Let's. What Brody is 58. We're gonna put a 59 Hamlet. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's a good suggestion, Mike. I should put, and can you make it say Hamlet from Hamlet? In case people don't know that Hamlet's from Hamlet. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, it's Joel from Donners Grove, Illinois. What's up tonight, Joel? I wanted to call in with a couple couple suggestions for the topic. I think I've got a good twofer right now. You got a good twofer? Okay, let's hear it. A twofer. So I, I would start with uh, Conan the Barbarian. Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Okay, no. Across all mediums, you know, the, the pulp, the books, the uh, the movies. No, no, I'm not putting him on the list. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, then I'll skip to the one for then and 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 suggest the Terminator. No, I've never even seen. You know, it's an amazing thing. I never saw Terminator Two. How about that? You talk about movies people have never seen. I realized I've never I've I've never seen the whole thing all the way through. Terminator you know, 2. <laughs> it's not so bad. Kids kids on a moped kind of kind of ruined the uh, the opening there for me as well. Just never saw it. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, it's pretty wrong, wrong crowd, I guess. Thanks, buddy. All right, thanks. All right, let's 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 move some stuff along here. We got to put um How are we doing in the uh, in the 30s? Okay, so 38 is going to be uh, John Wick. Do you see John Wick, Mike? It's Keanu Reeves' movie. You got to see this thing, man. I watched this. Yet. Matt Fraction was telling me, he's like, you got to watch John Wick. I'm like, okay. And then I finally watched John Wick yesterday. This is the most violent movie this movie, it might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen or the most, like, intellectual thing I've ever seen. I'm still not sure. Basically, <clears throat> John Wick, who's from New Jersey, by the way, his, his, he's a, a, a hoodlum. He's like a, like an assassin. He gets out of the biz. He gets married. His wife dies of, of an illness. 
Then he gets his wife had it arranged that he gets a dog sent to him so he would be able to grieve uh, with have some help grieving. And then these hoodlums, they want his car, and they steal his car, and then they uh, kill his dog. And then pretty much for the next hour and, and ten minutes, it's him shooting people. <laughs> and it is so hypnotically great and simultaneously stupid that I've got to put John Wick on the list. They're in the movie, not spoiling anything, when I tell you that there is a hotel that assassins stay at. It is a neutral ground for assassins. You've got to see John Wick. I'm telling you, Keanu Reeves in this thing, man, should have been nominated for something. Who's at a, a number 100? Roger Kaputnik, right? All right, we're going to make a change. At number 100, bun b bump up Kaputnik uh, to the to the highest available slot. And who goes at number 100 is actually Turtle from Entourage. The character Turtle. So Kaputnik, if it's 98 or 97, 98. Okay. Number... High ranking, number four, Santa Claus. Right? Gotta give some respect to Santa Claus. Got Brody from Seinfeld on there. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, how about Captain Ahab? We, but we, we got a, a we got a Moby Dick on there, so that covers the, uh, the seafaring, uh, how, how about the judge from Blood Meridian? Michael liked that one. What do you think about that, Mike? The judge. Okay, I'll trust you guys on this one. The judge. Where should he rank, Mike? Oh, this is your call. In the 50s. All right. Uh, I, I, I got to move into the 60s. I, I, I don't know this guy. We're doing that. We're going to 74 with the judge from Blood Meridian. Is he scary, the judge? Thanks, buddy. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, this is Liz. Liz, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Chicago. Liz from Chicago. Do I know this, Liz? I know this, Liz. You do. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. How do you like this list so far? <laughs> So far, it's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I got a few more to add. I'm going to make it better. Oh, Even better. The, the, the hubris, <laughs> hubris. Oh, no. Let's hear it. Who do, you, who do you suggest? I was thinking The Bandit from Smoking the Bandit. The Bandit from Smoking... I would probably put Buford T. Justice on the list before I put The Bandit on the list. All right. Let's put him at uh, 81. <laughs> okay. I'll go for that. Who else do you have? And uh, the uh, dancing gopher from Caddyshack. But um, I know you've already got uh, you've we, already got somebody else. We from got Caddyshack Judge Smales. I think Judge Smales will represent Caddyshack. All right, I'm getting near misses. 
No, that was you got one on. You got one on the board. Yeah. That yeah, ain't yeah. nothing. Oh, you almost got one on the board. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you got one. You, you triggered another one. Yeah, we're spitballing. Yes, that's all we're doing. We're is a team effort. <laughs> team that's effort. Fun. Thank you, Liz. All right, thanks. Have a grand evening. <laughs> you too. Good night. Best show, you're on the air. How's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going all right. Who's this? My name is Fred. I'm from Honolulu. Oh, I know this guy is. What's up, uh, Fred? How's it going, man? Can I add a couple to the list? Sure. Uh, number one for me uh, of all time will be uh, a man who made his bones yelling at white people, and that's uh, The Rock. Isn't The Rock real? <laughs> no, but like that's like his, his persona. Oh, I see what Dean you're Johnson. saying. Yes, yes. So he's not actually real. No, he's not real. And you like it because he yells at white people. Yes, and then they paid money for him to do so. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're just like me. He's so sick of these white so sick of these white jerks, right? You know what I mean. Yes, I'm the one saying it. You're not. <laughs> they all look the same, these white guys. No, oh, another, another white guy named Dave. Oh, great. Hey, it's me, Dave. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, Dave. You know how you would get rid of improv forever if you just if you ban people with glasses and plaid plaid uh, shirts. Now you're getting weirdly. Uh, in, getting a little too intense now. A little too intense. A little too hateful. I apologize. All right. So you would say the Rock. Yeah. Let's get the let's get yeah let's get the the Rock on here somewhere. I know. Let's get the Rock on here. Let's see. Mike just handed another thing in here. Let's see. Where 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 do you want the rock on the list? I don't know, man. Like 50? 50. No, he should be. What's the appeal? Sell, sell me on the rock. He he's on the list, but just give me the give me the thing as a non-wrestling fan. Uh, like he like basically, I mean, he parlayed it's so good that he parlayed just the I mean, Furious 7 came out, and he's not even playing The Rock, but just the idea of The Rock, you know, made that one of the most top-selling box offices of all time. Okay. He's never playing The Rock. We got him it's at 49. Like, For you, yeah. Fred, Yeah, he's at 49. 50 because he's he's also a, he's also a homie. He was like, he lived in Paola, like one neighborhood above. That's why I said 50, because 50 is state. But yeah, right on, 49 is good, too. Okay, and uh, any yeah. anybody else you want to put? You want to put Matt King on the list? <laughs> what about Matt I, King? I was thinking like a, a put a lady up there, uh, Jerry Blank. I like Jerry. Yeah, Blank Jerry Blank's got to be on the list. But what yeah. about Matt King? I another, don't know Matt no, King, man. Another honestly. another Hawaiian hero of yours? No, I don't know Matt King. He was portrayed by George Clooney in the movie The Descendants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, and if uh, if uh, I don't think uh, my boss Chris Gethard uh, is going to call tonight, but he sends Chewbacca. Your boss? Oh, you drive me! You just like you you sold me out so hard on this. You used to love this show. I love this and then, show. And then and then as soon as you saw Greener Pastures, we 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 were we were trying to figure out where the show's going to. B, and you already, even before the show was cold, you were already over, 
You were already over with your uh, Chris Gethard sweatshirt on, and I yeah, ran man. into you at a thing. You're like, oh hey, like a little little distant. <laughs> I offered to clean Mike's Coors lights uh, Coors light cans for like recycling. I was like, I would sweep up in that studio. Yeah, well, that's between you and him. That's your own weird. <laughs> Jerry Blank is J-E-R-R-I? Yes, sir. That's right. 40. Yeah. 40. 40, yeah. Okay. Let's see who else makes the list here. Thank you, Fred. You have a good night, man. You too. Good guy. Good guy. Got Santa. We added a Martian from Mars Attacks. We did. Okay. All right. Anybody at 90? Freddie Quell. 91? 89. 89 is open. Um, okay. We're going a little, little, a little out uh, on the perimeter with this one. Um, let's see if I can find this guy's name. Um,. We're gonna call this guy. Um, we're gonna put the guy uh, uh, from from the cover of the uh, Scorpions album Blackout with the forks in his eyes. He's at, at eighty nine. You know that guy, Mike. You know that album cover Blackout. Okay. All right. He's at eighty nine. Yeah, Ignatius P. Riley's got to make the list somewhere, right? Where should we put him? It's got to be high, right? How high? Higher than the Scorpions guy with the forks in his eyes? You know that album cover, Mike? Yeah. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is uh, Stavros from Brooklyn. Stavros? Yeah. How you Brooklyn. doing, Stavros? I'm doing well. Uh, I got one for the list. All right. Who do you got? Uh, Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Who's that? From Groundhog Day. That's the guy he keeps running into? Yep. Yeah, I'm not putting him on. All right. I got another one. Right. Uh, I got a... Bodie from uh, Point Break. No, sorry, Point Break. A point Point Break. Not a not a fan of Point Break. Best show you're on the air. How's it going, Tom? It's Steve from Boston. Steve from Boston. What's up, Steve? Uh, I have been whittling down this list since four o'clock. A lot of hurt feelings, but I, I, I got a couple. All right, who do you got? Uh, this one, I uh, was inspired when I was looking through the beautiful book in the new mirror box set that I got in the mail yesterday. Uh, and it's kind of pandering, but I got to say Clifford Daniels from Clifford. Yeah, no, Clifford is, uh, Clifford, let's, let's just drop Clifford on the list now at whatever point. Well, tell, who's open in the top ten? Number three, Clifford. Number three. Also, 
Also, I'd say Hank Kingsley from the Larry Sanders show. No, Gary Shandling. Uh, Hank Kingsley should be top ten, but because Gary Shandling was mean to me on Twitter, there will be no oh. representation from his program. <laughs> Until he apologizes oh. to me, nothing. He gets nothing. Yeah, Hank has to suffer. Hank has. We all have to suffer. <laughs> what about uh, Frank Booth from Blue Velvet? No. Not putting that oh. <laughs> what David Lynch care. What are you going to erase her head on here next? No. <laughs> You needed a couple scary guys up what there. What, the a couple Lawnmower guys. Man from that movie? What was that David Lynch movie, Lawnmower Man? Remember that movie? That's Lawnmower Man? Is I that mean, what it was the, called? With uh, the guy who goes into the virtual reality machine with Pierce Brosnan? No, the one who rides the lawnmower over to see his brother. Uh, Remember the one who's like... Way? What's that? Is that Lost Highway? I think it might be Lost Highway. I might have had the title wrong. You're right. I think Robert Blake played him in Lost Highway. Yeah, that's right. The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Everybody, we are doing the top 100 fictional characters of all time. The hashtag on Twitter is bestshow 100 What? It's trending in the U.S. Best Show 100. Trending number two. Jeepers Creepers. I'll believe... Uh, somebody take a screenshot of that, please. Sco Who's Walter Scott? Oh, you're not as well-read as I thought you were, Mike. Huh? You don't remember... You never read... Uh... Best Show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Elizabeth Ann from Winnipeg. Liz, what the what? The who? Elizabeth Ann from Winnipeg. Elizabeth Ann. How are you, Elizabeth Ann? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Nobody from Full House is making the list. I'm telling you right now. Don't don't hold your breath, Full I'm, House. That's okay. I'm not. No, I'm just looking House on Twitter. Like I'm looking on Twitter. Somebody just said somebody from Full House. Yeah. Who, Uncle Jesse? Ugh. Put him on? Ain't happening. No. Who, who who do you have, Elizabeth Ann? Anybody? Yeah, I've got one super eggheady one and one non-egghead one. All right, we let's go with the egghead one. This list is coming up a little uh, deficient in the eggheadedness category. All right, I'd like to suggest the um, the wife of Bath from the Canterbury Tales. The wife of Bath yep. from the Canterbury Tales. What do you think about that, Mike? <laughs> All right, how, how, uh, Elizabeth Ann. How high would you rank the wife of Bath? Forty-five-ish. I don't know if anyone's around there yet. We've got a, Ignatius P. Riley at thirty-six. What, what, okay. How about what do you got in the sixties? What's in the sixties, Jason? Okay, so sixty, sixty-five. We're doing the wife of what is it again? Saying the Bath. B a t h. Yes. I read that in uh, at the community college I went to. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to condescend. Oh, no, no. I'm not. You weren't <laughs> condescending. I'm just saying I read it at the community college I went to. Perfect. It's great. It, it, it was great. It was also great when half the class dropped out. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Just in time to get their money back. Par partial <laughs> refund. 
That's yeah. that's the that's the community college story. Yes. I was Rocks. in a college class with four people who studied Chaucer, so you're not alone in that. Okay. Yep. Now, anybody else who's the non egg headed one? Uh Dana Scully, who's also a little bit egg heady, but wouldn't it be the kind of thing where like there'd be some people would be like there'd be some like some NPR type show where they'd be like now give us the egg-headed one, like Wife of Bath. That's a, that's a, a little more on the light side of things. Now give us the, uh, give us. Let me the, go all the way back to Beowulf. Yeah, be. Uh, no, where this is on our on our show. This is the. Uh, so we're we're doing. Uh, I, I'm not going to do the X Files. Sorry. Okay. No worries. It's a good choice. Thank you. You have a great night. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, uh, Tom. This is Rachel from Cleveland. Rachel from Cleveland. What's going on, Rachel? Uh, I have a few name suggestions from cartoons. All right. Give me a couple. All right. First off, Jake from Adventure Time. Yeah, let's put Adventure Time. Uh, what's in the 90s? Oh, open. All right. Let's go 94. Jake from Adventure Time. What's the dog's name again? Flynn? Finn's the, uh, the Finn. human. Jake's the dog. Jake's the dog, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. You just keep watching Adventure Time. You might hear uh, certain somebody's voice pop up on there. Seriously? <gasps> Could you believe it? What would you do? Would you scream? Would you scream? No, probably not. What? You wouldn't scream? <laughs> I already watched Steven Universe, by the way. So. Do you like that? I love Steven Universe. Oh, yeah, it's great. I was actually going to suggest a name, but I thought it would be, like, brown-nosing. No, that's fine, but I won't. I, I, I'm i going to put, I'm putting a pin in, in, uh, in uh, we'll put Greg Universe down. There you go. The character I do the voice, but we'll figure out where he lands. He <laughs> lands. So, well, thank you for the call. All right, no problem. Bye. I'm being told we have a, 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 a special guest calling in on the, the hotline. Is this Paul Shear? This is indeed Paul Shear. What? Tom, so excited. Paul Shear, it is an honor to speak to you. You, people know you as the man uh, from... I guess the League. The or, League. Uh, you are Andre on the League. Yes. And I'm also on this show called Fresh Off the Boat, which people uh, have been watching. But... Hopefully DVRing because it's on at the same time that your show is on. So you play. I, I recommend. You yeah. play the manager of the steakhouse. I do indeed. Yeah. I like I like fresh off the boat. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. It is. And that guy is. What's the main guy? Rand is Randall, Randall Park. Park. He's, He's great. great. He's unbelievably funny. So so good. Do you know who else is so so good? Who you? Oh, you're very nice. I thought I was on the best show ban. I was nervous, Tom. No. I haven't been on the show for a while. I tried to call in during the test call, so I'm very excited that uh, I can be here to contribute to, I think, probably the most important question that we have into our time right here, the 100 most influential uh, fictional characters. Yes. very excited about this. What did you think about the placement of Brody from Seinfeld, the guy who forced Jerry to pirate the movies? Um, I didn't hear where he actually landed. I'll tell you. If you tell me his number, I'll, I'll tell you where I feel like he belongs. He ended up at 58. I think it's. I think that's a fair. I think it's fair. And you know what? I think you know. Sign, 
Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go. I would have said 54, okay. but you know what? I think uh, I think 58 is fair. Right in the middle of the pack. Right in the middle yeah. of the pack. I think that's good. And uh, yeah, right now it's it's looking uh, it's filling up. How many? Do we know how many names we have so far, guys? We'll find out how far we are. Now these these characters. It's just uh, you know you know your stuff. You're you're a, 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 a dude who watches plenty of movies and TV shows. You have your own podcast network now. Oh. <laughs> what is it called? What's the network called? Uh, it's called Wolf Pop. Wolf Pop, and it is a sub a subdivision. Is that what you'd call it's it? A, it's a it's a sister network. Of Earwolf, you know, so it, it's it's all under the same brand, but this is like a little bit more about like uh, pop culture stuff. And did you bring your hit? No, show? mine is still on Earwolf. Oh. I didn't trust this new network. I didn't like the guy running it. <laughs> and I didn't want to sign up over there. Yeah, you just. What if you actually had a meeting with yourself? And you ran from one side of the thing, like when people in courtroom <laughs> movies are, yeah. are are putting themselves on the stand. And so I, had a, <laughs> I did. I gave a very tough negotiation with myself, and I decided at the end of the day, we, uh, you know, we left as friends, just not business partners. That's exactly. all. Yeah, it's just business. And then you run over to the other side. Oh no, no, I know it's just business. That's fine. Uh, to, the most annoying part about that is I, I have to offer both of me water. I have to oh, bring that, in water and then offer myself water, then drink the water and then go back. It's a lot of running around, but great cardio too. So I feel really good when I take those meetings with myself. <laughs> it's a good, yes, it's a good workout. Yeah. So this, who, what's the hit show on your podcast network, Paul Shear? What's the breakout oh, show? Um, the, the breakout show, uh, of, uh, they're all very, they're all very good. The one that I think, uh, the, well, I'll talk about the one that I think is kind of really fun is, uh, we have, uh, Leonard Malton doing his own podcast, which is kind of fun to hear Leonard Malton do a podcast. That's really, uh, that's a fun, I mean, yeah. he's an interesting guy and he talks about film really passionately. I like him. He's great. And I, uh, I, uh, saw him recently when I was trying to get into the, uh, uh, I was at the airport trying to get into the club and I real and I got rejected and then I get he rejected was rejected all the time from that club. He was in You there. have the wrong card, right? They kind of send you yeah. away like, like you're trying to trick them or something. Yeah, I feel like, like an idiot when I get sent away from those. No, what are you saying? I'm not, it's like, trust me, I'm not pulling a fast one here so I could go in and eat some crackers. And it's, there's nothing in that club. That's the, that's the thing that drives me crazy about it. There's nothing there. But I want to get inside so much just because there's maybe an outlet nearby, but there's nothing I want to there's eat nothing there. In there. There's nothing, there's nothing you can eat and you, and you can't like bring anything in either. If you no. try to bring food from outside, they'll toss you. And, uh, and it, uh, it, it's just this thing where it's like, but you want in because what do you what do you want? You want to? I don't want to sit out there in the thing in the with, with the, the riffraff, disgusting masses out there. Yeah, I want to be in a private, comfy chair next yeah. to people wearing sunglasses indoors. And then you go in there and you realize it's the same trash in there that's out there that just it's trash that managed to get the right credit card, which gets exactly. them in. It. It's not it's not any magic trick to get into that place. No, it really isn't. And the people inside, I would even argue, are a little bit grosser than the people sitting yeah. out in the regular. Because they're like gross business people who are just like, they'll be like on the phone, like trying to be like, you hear them like talking uh, about deals Ugh. and stuff. It's like, all right. And they're drunk already. They're disgusting. It's it's exactly, it's, it's the perfect version of like Hollywood created George Clooney and Up in the Air to be like, ooh, that's what that guy is. But in reality, oh no, they're disgusting yeah. and they all talk on the cell phones so loudly. 
yeah. in a public space yeah. where it's supposed to be silent. I don't like any of that. No, but but don't worry. There's plenty of uh, there's plenty of miniature carrot sticks in little plastic bags if you're lucky enough to get your hands on it, or you can put some uh, uh, granola in a cup. Grazed over muesli, just like in a yeah, like it's like um, and then you have to pay for your drinks there. Meanwhile, you go to Europe, and that's like their lounges there. It's like they have tapped beer ready to go and liquor and, and like and you don't pay for any of it. And someone's making crepes. I was like, man, we really are jerks. Yeah, no, we're we're pulling up the rear on this. Big I never felt as alienated and terrible. Well, not well, I don't know as alienated, but I went into an airport and it was three forty-five. And she looked at my ticket, and she's like, well, you can only enter in here at 4 o'clock. And it was empty. And I was like, what do you mean? Can, can I just get in now? She's like, no, sorry, 4 o'clock only. And she made me wait outside for 15 minutes before she could oh, let me in. That's unbelievable. That but then works. meanwhile, you look, and there's Leonard Malton sitting, Mr. Fancy Pants, with, his, with the right card. Oh, he, he, Malton knows how to play the airport game. Oh, Malton is all about it. That's why, yeah, that's why he's got the goods for so many years. That's why you. That's why you brought him to the thing. You're like, all right, look, you can do a show or not do a show. Just tell me how to get into the lounge. I need to be your plus one on these lounge dates. Yeah, the plus one on the lounge. <laughs> you know, we actually have two good shows coming up that I really am excited about that I think you might like, but you don't. Tell me if you do or you don't. Okay. Um, this one, we're going to be doing The Blacklist live. So it's un- reading unproduced scripts from The Blacklist. The writers are there, and we have like a full big cast reading like these really funny scripts and comedy scripts and drama scripts and everything. And it'll be like a, uh, like a two- or three-part series That's every awesome. week yeah. or every couple weeks. That sounds great. And then Rich Summer from Mad Men, mm-hmm. he's a big board game guy. Okay. And so he's doing a show called Cardboard, and it's all about – his obsession with board games, talking to people about games and uh, creating cocktails and things of that nature. So he has a bunch of different, uh, it, it could be fun. Rich, he's like, I asked him one time, I was like, how many board games do you have? And he's like, oh, uh, like 700. <laughs> <laughs> he has a garage that is just all board games. He's given away board games to keep his collection normal. And there's websites devoted just to his collection of board games. That is spectacular to know that's yeah. where his madman money went, <laughs> is to tracking down the first pressing of shoots and ladders. <laughs> well, you know, back then it was, uh, you know, that, the original shoots and ladders is a real hardcore game. I mean, it really, you know, they softened it as through the, the decades. Yeah, it got, it got soft as, as time <laughs> went on. Now, Paul Shear, do you have any names for this list? I do. Well, first of I all, people, people long and hard. Before I forget, I, uh, before I forget, people right. can go to where where can they check out the the network, the Wolf Pop network? Oh, they could just go uh, go to wolfpop.com, I think. Okay. Yeah. They just type in Wolf Pop into Google. Everyone knows how to do that. And you can find there's some fun really fun shows there and I'm neglecting to talk about a bunch of great ones, but they're really fun. Okay, people can check it out over there. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on Well, thank you. Running uh, things. I'm bummed that I missed you when you were when you were broadcasting from those studios. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I missed you. Hopefully, I'll be out there soon enough and see you. I, I like it. But now to the order of business. I've come. Yes. I've prepared. I've thought about this long and hard. I'm going to put this character on here, 
it's a brainier suggestion. No, it's not brainy. Uh, yeah, is John Kreese from the Karate Kid, the bad guy sensei. Yes. I think he needs to be on this list, I and mean, he's a powerhouse in that movie. He's the one who, correct me if I'm wrong, in Karate Kid 3, uh-huh. Karate Kid 3, which is the movie that is pretty much consists of uh, Ralph Macchio gets beat up for, like, all but one minute of this movie. Yeah. And then in the final minute, he lays the dude out. It, but it's not like the movie. It's like, it's like a, it's, it was the most brutal thing. And finally he, like, does his, his crane kick and, like, he scores one thing in the home, in the home stretch. But I remember there was a scene where uh, a guy was, cause he was, like, being funded by some other guy. Well, yeah, the Karate Kid 3 is basically like, Crease like, hires, like, Steven Seagal. Like, they couldn't get Steven Seagal, so they just got a guy who looks like Steven Seagal, who has, like, this kind of shady, green beret kind of background, black ops background, yeah. to beat up a child. I mean, that's basically, this guy still held a grudge from Karate Kid 1. That's right. Enough to bring in Steven Seagal to beat up uh, Daniel LaRusso. And he said, what are these? He said, those are the keys to the dojo. Because he was getting ready to, like, pack it in. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and it's like the keys to the dojo. What? Like, a do, like, what is that? Some mats and a water cooler? Like, isn't a karate studio, you, I could set a karate studio up in, if you gave me 45 minutes, I could yeah. give you a functioning karate studio. I, I, I was in, uh, Daytona with my, uh, with my wife and we were walking around this, like, um, like just a county fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically the fair consisted of just like little booths um, of all like local businesses. And it was around a small little lake. And as we did the full circle, we walked by five guys who were advertising their own karate dojos. <laughs> and the best thing that we heard when we walked by one of them was, I'm not going to lie to you. On the first day, I'm giving you a sword. And you can use that sword from day one. <laughs> so day one, th- th- you've got guys swinging swords around with no control over them. Yeah, that's not a. That's also not really martial arts. Sword play yeah. is like an element of like kung fu movies. But that's like that's not karate. It's not like you get to a level of karate where it's like, oh, now here's your sword. Yes, no, like, that's that's, like, <laughs> that's not a, part yeah. of the deal. <laughs> that is. Terrifying. So John Kreese. When you were a kid, you thought, or at least I did, like, I didn't live in California. I was in New York, and I was like, whoa, they're in Reseda, and that's a karate dojo. And it's like, if you look at the reality of what that is now, it is sad. It's like next to, like, a place that massages your feet. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. And it just is like, yeah, here's the dojo. Okay, well. One of my my favorite moments from Karate Kid 3 is uh, when the Steven Seagal guy is, he's so mad. Uh, that he sees Daniel LaRusso's face like on um, a bunch of wooden blocks and he beats those blocks so much that he like breaks like the, like it's almost like a punching bag but it's more like a wooden man punching bag and he just just destroys the wooden punching bag uh, which is, I thought was a good way it, this guy had no reason to even be mad at him no but he was he was he was mad they well push him off a cliff in that movie too like cuz i guess Daniel was out there to kind of uh to pick a bonsai tree or something and like try to toss him off a cliff. It's insanely violent and one-sided until um, <laughs> the, I want to tell you the, uh, when I, I had something framed one time and it was like this silhouette 
and this is, you know, judge me not for this, but uh, it was a, a silhouette of the Karate Kid crane kick. It's a cool little picture I got. And, um, and the guy's like, whoa, this is a cool print. What's this from? And I said, oh, the Karate Kid. And he's like, man, Jaden Smith is the best. And I've never felt more old in my life. No, because you're, you're just like, oh, no, there was a... It's like, <laughs> almost like you might as well have brought in a thing with Charlie Chaplin on it. <laughs> and I, like, like when I feel that old... By the way, we're, we're talking about Mike Barnes, who is the, uh, the bad guy. I just looked on IMDb. Mike Barnes is the Steven Seagal bad guy. Well, John Kreese is at 83 on the list, Paul Sheer. 83, all right. Yes. All right. Who else do I'll you have? It. All right, well, right now this is... I, I'll go into... Uh, into the world of comic books, no. and uh, and I'll say uh, Scott Pilgrim. I really like the Scott Pilgrim comic book character. I'm not talking about movies. Okay, going comic books. So I, I feel like already you don't like this idea. For You're you, it's, I what? got more if if you need them. Oh, let's do another one. I'm not. I can't put Scott Pilgrim on this. Thing. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I can. I'll put them low. I put them low because I do. No, you I, know what? No, 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 take them off. No, I, you know what? As I said okay. it out loud, He's take them off. off. I got a better one. Because I met that guy, and now I picture running into that guy again. Uh, you didn't put me on the list of a hundred. Be like, yeah, hey, thanks for. Because uh, he was like, yeah, I like the best show. Now he's gonna be like, yeah, thanks for. Uh, yeah, you put. Uh, uh, you got John Wick on there, but you couldn't get uh, Scott Pilgrim on there. John Wick <laughs> came in at. Uh, John, John. John Wick is a, a pretty amazing character, and that actually brings me to one of my, I mean, now this may actually hurt my, uh, you know, I mean, my next choice. I don't know how many, how many, how many times can Keanu Reeves show up on this list. Okay. Because I was saying that, uh, you know, for me, Johnny Utah, you know, right now it's like Johnny Utah, Bodie, or Pappas uh-huh. from uh, Point Break. I mean, all three of those guys are worthy, uh, not of the best characters, but I think... Maybe I'll go Bodie. I'll go Bodie from Point Break. That's Patrick Swayze's character. Why don't no? we swap out Patrick Swayze? Why don't we do uh, the, his Roadhouse character? Okay, I'll take that. That's actually a better choice. You're right. Okay. You're to- you're hundred okay. percent right. What was his name? Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. Dalton is a good. Yeah. That's a good. Dalton's a good. Uh, yeah. A good guy to have on this list. Now, if you had a movie called Roadhouse, yeah, where would you think the final fight would take place? Oh, in the bar. You think it was, no, like it takes place in, in the taxidermy room. You think <laughs> a giant bear crushes yeah, one of the like, evil men in that movie? All right, the movie's called Roadhouse. The whole thing takes place at a roadhouse, except for the final scene. It's a fight in this guy's taxidermy room. It's like no, I, no way we can have the final fight at the roadhouse. No, no. sorry, can't. No. <laughs> it's just, so, do you have anybody else? <laughs> any other names? Um. Well, I. You know. I, uh, I guess I'll go with this one. I don't know if this has been said, but this is one that is near and dear to my heart. I would say Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters. Classic character. People want him back. He's restrained himself from even putting himself in the fray. That uh, because of that, he will. I'll put him. Uh, we'll put him in the. Uh, where should Where should uh, uh, Jason? Where would you put Peter Venkman? Top ten. He's not going top ten. See, I told you, people like you. People, yeah. I'm going to tell you, people like Peter Venkman. That's you they know, do like Peter Venkman. Fine. <laughs> Give me what's in the twenties available for Peter Venkman. He's going twenty-eight. Peter Venkman, great. All right, that's good. All I'll right. take it. You got it. This well, is a really fulfilling, and I've been enjoying the list. Well, uh, 
And I feel like if, if this is not an article tomorrow up on BuzzFeed, if someone steals your content, then I feel like we, did we not, haven't done our job. We didn't do our I feel job. Like <laughs> well, now, Paul Shear. And, you know, don't you like when somebody's talking and they get that sound in their voice, which that's the... Now, Paul Shear, it's that's, yeah. oh, that's the wrap-up sound. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready. That's it. <laughs> so, you're on Fresh Off the Boat. Yes. Which is on every Tuesday, which people Tuesday can watch night. on demand. Yeah. After they're done listening to the best show. It's it's funny, and it's and it's popular, too. People like, yeah, it's really... I think it's really well done, and the, uh, everyone in that show is, I really... Really, really like. You're on the league. Yes. Which that is won't the, start up again until next September. Okay. Final season of the league. Till next September. Till well, this this September. Oh yeah, this, sorry. Oh. Yes, the next coming it's September. Like, you guys still like it's like September 2016. You guys can't string together ten episodes for another no. year and a half. <laughs> We're like Louie. We got to take a break. We got to yeah. take a break. <laughs> Recharge our creative <laughs> juices now. So the final season of the league. It's coming yes. up later this year. Yes. And people get you can get the all the shows over at Wolf Pop. That's right. And then they can get How Did This Get Made, your your hit yeah. podcast over at at Earwolf and the usual yeah. Earwolf type disp- podcast dispensaries. Yes. That's that you know, that's that's it. You know, I don't wanna I don't wanna like overload the plug section here. No, it's this so is bad. great. Now Paul, I thank you for calling. I appreciate it. As soon as I was doing this, I was just like, "Oh, we got to." Who should I ask? And it's like, "Oh, Paul is exactly who to ask." Well, I'm 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 always down for a call into the best show, and I want to say, Tom, uh, that box set, the mm-hmm. best thing oh. ever. Oh, thank you. It's awesome. I have uh, it's it's been coming in my car with me every day. I've used my CD player for the first time <laughs> in the longest time, and it's been great every single day. Oh well, th- I'm glad you. I'm glad we. Yeah, it, we're really happy with it. It's really it's the awesome. best box set. I've literally the best box set I've ever seen, oh as far God. as put together and thought out. It's awesome. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. That's very nice of you to say. Thank well, you. thank you for having me. I can't wait to see the rest. I'll be okay. listening. I'll see you soon, buddy. All right, bye-bye. Talk soon. Bye. Paul Shear. That's exciting. All right, let's we got a we got a boogie on this list now. We got ground to make up, right? Any names, Mike, you could think of? The the counselor. Yes, of course the counselor has to make the list. Yes, count from the movie The Counselor. The Counselor. Where should we put the counselor? Top ten. He's not going top ten. Mike wants the counselor. That's your bizarro list. I'm not putting the counselor. The counselor. Yes, counselor. The craziest movie you could ever see. If you watch John Wick and the counselor back to back, your head would explode. If you if you went to iTunes and rented the counselor and and uh John Wick the, 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 the cops would knock on your door I'm, I guarantee you'd get a knock on the door be the the CIA would show up okay the counselor what, what, what should we what's in what's give me something in the in the, the 40s Jason 45 the counselor there you go Mike the counselor. I saw it in the theater. Did you see it in the theater? 
Yeah, well, I would sort of, no one, there was no theater where that was playing. One of the funniest things is when The Counselor was coming out, if you go to Los Angeles, every movie gets these giant billboards as if they're, as if they're, um, potential Oscar, uh, nominees and then so i guess they contractually had to run them for the counselor as if it was going to be like and the and the award for best picture goes to the counselor (laughs) can you imagine that's when it would just be like if that one best picture everybody would walk up there backwards and they would be talking in a, they'd go up there and they'd be talking in a different language and it would just be, yeah, the counselor. Gotta see it though. Mike, somebody suggested Dr. Cronut. Yes, Dr. Cronut. What's the lowest spot available on the list, Jason? 93, Dr. Cronut. Mike's alter ego. Do you still have that costume? It's in his trunk. What are you changing into that thing? Down the home stretch of the best show, Mike uh, did battle with this goofball from Bayonne who runs around, Captain Bayonne, who runs around promoting physical fitness in a superhero costume. And then Mike's alter, Mike was his, his, his nemesis, Dr. Cronut. It was a year and a half ago, he, Mike wore the costume once. He's currently got the costume in his trunk right now. Okay, let's see. All right, uh, 73, is that available? 73, the old man from um, Led Zeppelin 4. Somebody suggested that on Twitter. That's a great one. The old man from Led Zeppelin 4. Joe Puppy, now that's a real person. Um, let's see here. Oh, we need a uh, oh, top... <clears throat> Who's open in the top ten? Number two, Chris Peterson, Get a Life. There is no best show without that. No best show without that. Without Chris Peterson. All right. Uh, what do you got? What do you got in the seventies? Seventy-seven, Madam, the puppet, Madam. Best show, you're on the air. Hey there, uh, I heard someone say Captain Ron earlier, and that made me think more of Escape from New York, though, but not Snake Plissken, but the cabbie. No, I'm not going to Escape from New York in this thing. None of that. Nope. Can I can I pitch one other? Sure. How about the cavity creeps? They were drawn up in that Jack Kirby art for those Crest commercials. They made me brush my teeth like I don't know what. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, uh, this is Johnny in Chicago. Johnny in Chicago. What's up, Johnny? I, I got one for the list. Let's hear it. Alfred E. Newman? No. It's not oh. not even a character. Nobody, it's a dude on a cover of a thing. Nobody well, knows what, what, what that is. Led Zeppelin Four, the old man. All right, I got I to gotta back up. The Great Gazoo from the Flintstones. The war, it's like the the death knell of the Flintstones is a Great Gazoo. <laughs> That's when you know the show's going under. <laughs> you 
you're breaking my heart, Tom. Oh, well, I'm also hanging up on you. Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Welcome to the best show. Nope, not there. Um, okay, uh, let's put on the list, uh, What's the woman from from uh, uh, Goodfellas with the hat? Where's my hat? Where's my hat? Remember her? What's her name? Liz? Liz from Goodfellas. Lois. Lois from Goodfellas. Is going to come in at... What do we got in the 80s? She's 82. Lois from Goodfellas. All right, what else, what else we got to get here? Let's get uh Uh, let's see uh All right. Let's go back to the phones and everybody, we are doing this is the best show doing the top 100 greatest fictional characters of all time list. We're loading it up now. Who, uh, who, uh, Fred from Honolulu had a point. Let's, let's, uh, make this list. It shouldn't just be all honkies on this list. What else we got? Ronald McDonald. No, not, and they put the creep. This looks like a, Rogue Ronald McDonald, like the like a serial killer, dressed as Ronald McDonald. Best show, you're on the air. Oh hi, this is uh, Matt from Houston. Matt from Houston, what do you yeah. got, buddy? I got a suggestion for the Celtic. I think uh, Hercules from Greek myth. Hercules? No, I would go with Thor from Greek myth, not Hercules. Okay. Thor, not Marvel, not, from from Norse myth. From the Norse myth, so not, okay, not the Marvel Comics version. Yes. I like that. I can live with that. All right. Well, where should we put Thor, Mike? The actual, yeah. So, 60? Thor, okay. 60, I like it. Yeah, what else you got, buddy? Uh, I know you've already got a Seinfeld character, but for me, George Costanza from Seinfeld, that's got to be one of the best fictional characters ever created. No, we got Brody on there. Brody, Brody. (laughs) Okay, so he came in second to Brody. He did it better in less time. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Okay, let's put the everybody's favorite um, rapping aardvark, Quasimodo, on here. Uh, what do you got in the What do you got in the eighties? Got Quasimodo on there at eighty seven. All right, how about uh, Luke Cage? Where would you put Luke Cage, Jason? Forty-six. That's just about right for Luke Cage, Power Man. 
Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Any, what are any, any song characters? Let's think of song characters, everybody. If there's characters from songs that should go on, on, on this. Like, uh, Crazy Larry from Spirits in the Night. Right? Mr. Bojangles. I'm putting Mr. Bojangles. Okay, we gotta get Omar, uh, Little on here, right? How high, how high would you put Omar Little? Teens? 20? Okay. Omar Little's on the list. From The Wire. Um, somebody suggested, uh, the character Bob Odenkirk played on Mr. Show when he was in the donut shop. What was the name of that character? The one who just couldn't pick the donuts out. Remember that one? Frankie Teardrop has to make the list. Yes. One of the all-time greatest song characters. That's a great suggestion. What do you got in the 20s? <laughs> Chris, uh, Christopher Sabella just put up <laughs> Harry, John Candy's character, Harry from SCTV, the guy with the snake on his face, Harry from Harry's Sex Shop. Without a doubt. Just remind me of Harry from Harry's Sex Shop. I'm Harry, the guy with the snake on his face. What's in, what's available in the, in the 20s, Jason? 27, Frankie Teardrop. Frankie Teardrop. 20-year-old Frankie. Living with wife and kids. Works in a factory. Let's hear it for Frankie. Um, Sean Penn's character, the, the Robert Smith character, in that one movie? No, that's not making the cut. Um... Harry, the guy with the snake on his face. What's in the 30s? Thirty-two. Harry, the guy with the snake on his face. Very good. Very good. Moving it along. Moving it along. Okay. Let's check. Let's go back to... Yeah, what is the name of the guy from the Mr. Show thing? Anybody have that? Somebody said Droopy. His name's not Droopy, is it? Oh, the Chestnut Mare. That has to go on the list. Chestnut Mare. What, what do we got in the 30s? Chestnut Mare goes 35. This is the dumbest list imaginable. This list is so stupid. This is so arbitrary. Um, let's see. God Madam is on there. Alright, let's go back to the phones. Again, this is the 100, the top 100 Greatest fictional characters of all time. We're ranking them one through a hundred tonight. We, uh, 
We're about halfway through, right? We're going to pour... We'll, we'll, we'll pour it on now. Okay. Uh, uh, Taylor uh, Gonda is saying his name is uh, Droopy. The guy from from Droopy... Okay, let's 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 give him something in the. Uh, what do we got in the forties? Droopy for Mister Show comes in at forty three. Best show, you're on the air. I got a have a one for me. Top ten. What's your name? Josh in San Diego. What do you got, Josh? Tiny Tim. Well, Tiny Tim's a real guy. No, Tiny Tim uh, from Charles Dickens. Yeah, uh, no, that that's not happening. Okay, okay. Well, I, I, then can I give you one from my, my wife's top? One from what? One? From your my my wife's top choice. Yeah. What what what's what's your wife's top choice? Gumby. No. Best show. You're on the air. Hi, this is Morgan in Brooklyn. Morgan, what do you got? Uh, I've got two, actually. Let's hear it. All right. I wanted to first suggest Milo Minder Binder from Catch-22. Mike? Does that make it? Mike would go with the Asarian from Catch-22. Sounds fair. Okay. Where would you put him, Mike? The 40s? What do we got in the 40s? 42? He's going 47. All right. Yossarian, one of my favorite characters. Uh, every For the three times I've read two pages of Catch-22. Uh, and I then I get distracted and read something else. Someday I'll get to page three of that book. Page three is where it really starts. It seems like page two was a lot of fun in it, but I got to just make the push, man. What, uh, you got anybody else? Uh, yeah, I was also going to suggest Dan Connor from Roseanne. No, that's not making the list. I will put, what's his face? I'll put John, uh, John Goodman from, uh, Big Lebowski on there. Walter Subcheck, right? Close enough. Okay, we'll we'll get him on in a minute. But somebody suggest uh, uh, the Gregulator is suggesting Roz from Night Court. I think she's got to make the list, right? No, no, yeah. Let's put her. Where can we put her? Raw. Let's see. Roz. What's available in the sixties? Sixty-seven. Roz from Night Court. Um, okay. Thanks for the call, buddy. Best show, you're on the air. Uh, Tom, it's Drennan from Brooklyn. Drennan, what's up, buddy? What do you got for me? I got, uh... I'm not putting these down. I've always... This shit, dinosaurs. That's one of my least favorite things, those dinosaurs from Dinosaur. That that (laughs) baby is the most troubling thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that baby's rough. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was thinking uh, Michael Douglas's character from Falling Down. Yeah, defense. He's got to make the list. What um, What's available in the thirties? <laughs> uh, 
37. D, defense. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, in the spirit of Fred's call to um, more, uh, less honkies, uh, President Dwayne Alejandro Mountain Dew Camacho. President Camacho from Idiocracy? Absolutely. Oh, oh, that's played by the great Terry Crews. He's an incredible performance. That guy. Could you imagine being that muscular, right? Mm-hmm. That guy has no right to be, like, funny the way he is funny and, yeah. like, and like likable the way he's likable. Like, Absolutely. And he's also, like, could, like, knock you out. Like, it's just like, how can, can, can you have everything? He's, he's funny in things that, like, nothing else is funny in them. And I don't know if you ever saw Click with Adam Sandler, but he steals it, and uh, that's, that's just trash. I never saw Click. Yeah, no. I, maybe, maybe watch it, get back to me. Who do you got in the six? What do we got in the 60s? Sixty-six, President Camacho from Idiocracy. Well, thanks for the call. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, it's Pip out in West Newbridge. Pip out in West yeah. Newbridge. How are you doing, Pip? We're working on this list of the top 100 fictional characters of all time. Yeah, well, I, I, I think I have a good one. Okay. Who do you got, Pip? Lars Ulrich. La- Lars Ulrich. That's a yeah. real. That's a real guy, though, from Metallica. It's not a real guy, is it? Yeah, it is a real guy. No, no it isn't. Are you kidding? Yes. It's a, you, he was a drawing. <laughs> no, he's a real physical guy in in an actual band. No, I know that the band is real and the other guys are real, but he's a drawing, right? He's not a draw. So when they play live, you yeah. think that there's a drawing back there. I think it's a big drawing, right? It's not a, a drawing. That's Wait, hang on. Let, let me look at my albums here. No, I'm, I'm looking at Garage Days. Uh-huh. That's a drawing. There's no way. Pip. I think you're being foolish. Pip, it's it's a real person. I don't know. He's really? A, he's a real guy. Oh. Do you have anybody no, feel... else? Pardon me? Do you have any other names? Any other fictional characters? Well, I, I don't know this character's name. Uh-huh. But um, he appears in the greatest scene ever filmed in a film. Okay. Okay, I'll set the stage for you. Okay. Okay. Chevy Chase. Okay. Uh, he, he goes to a campground. Okay. And and he's, he's, he's this is so good. He, he wants to rent some tents for his family. Okay. The Griswolds. That's the name of the family. Uh-huh. And so a man comes out. From from back, you know, from back uh, whence uh, he, he is, you know, uh, uh, to the front counter, and and he he's eating a watermelon, and uh, he says, "Can I help you?" And Chevy Chase goes, "I want to, uh, I want I want to rent some tents," <laughs> and then he uh, the man gives gives 
Chevy Chase a, a card to fill out, you know, like a renter's card. Sure. And he, he goes, why do you why do you need my address? And the man is in mid-bite. He goes, I'd like to send out a mailer. <laughs> so want, whoever that man is, I want to nominate him. You want to know what, Pip? His name in the movie, I just looked it up. It's played by Brian Doyle Murray, right? Yes, yeah. His name in the movie is Camp Comfort Clerk. That just rolls off the tongue, don't it? And it's a K, Camp, camp is with a K, and Comfort is with a K. Oh, like K.K. Downing from Judas Priest. Just like, but the clerk is with a with a, uh, a C. So yes, it is like Camp Com- if KK Downing's, if KK and KK Downing stood for Camp Comfort, yes, it would be just like that. I'm gonna put him on the list. What, what do we have in the, in the, uh, the twenties? He's going 21 on the list. The Camp Comfort Clerk. Thank you. You did, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome, Pip. Have a great night. Oh, he hung up. I guess that's that's it. What number was that? Twenty one. I said. Okay, twenty one. What else do we have in the twenties? Twenty four D from what's happening. When the all time great. Weisenheimer children in television history. Remember her, Mike? D from What's Happening? She's a real uh, classic Weisenheimer. Got uh, Walter Subcheck from Big Lebowski. What's available in the 30s? He's going 33. Okay. What do we got in the teens? Fourteen. Neil Hamburger. Neil Hamburger goes 14. What do we got in the 70s? Seventy-five. Paulie's robot from Rocky Four. Alright, guys, I'm I'm reading these things you're writing. Uh what do what do we got in the eighties? Eighty, the giggler from Death Wish Three. Okay, the giggler is is there. What about um? What do we got in the thirties? Thirty-four is Manny Fraker from Death Wish Three. Um. 39 is the guy who yells, it's not working, 
kill the MF or from Death Wish Three. Okay. Best show, you're on the air. Oh, hi. This is um, Aaron from Chicago. Um, I have two suggestions. Uh, my first one would be John Bender from The Breakfast Club, Judd Nelson's character. I can't add him to the really? thing. I don't right. like Breakfast Club. I'm not a big fan of Breakfast Club. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty solid. Is it? I think it is. I mean, think about the ending. Think about the fist up in the air. Think about his, his whole journey through detention. Come on. It's my first time listening and calling, too. You know, if anybody else, I want to help you out here. All right. Can I suggest Sophia Pachoa from the Golden Girls? Sure. Let's put a Golden Girl on here. There should oh, be a my God. Girl Thank you so much. Which Golden Girl are we going with? Which one is that? That's, We're uh, going with Estelle Getty, the old one. That's Sophia. right. The, the old one yes. from the Golden Girls. Yeah. What do we got in the 50s? Um, oh, God. No, no, I'm, I'm asking me... Jason. Hold on one second. Oh. Okay, 54. What's her character? It's it's Cynthia? Uh, uh, Sophia Petrillo. Sophia, that's right. Sophia. Sophia Petrillo comes in at 54. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Best show. You're on the air. Hi, this is Alexandra from Boston. Alexandra? Yes. How are you, Alexandra? I am great. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, so I have two suggestions. Um, first one is Bill Lumberg from Office Space. Mm, I'm going <laughs> to pass on that. What else do you have? Um, and then Coach McGurk from Home Movies. Yeah, let's put Coach McGurk from Home Movies on here. That's a good All one. All right. <laughs> Coach McGurk, what what do we have in the in the seventies? Seventy eight, Coach McGurk. You did it. I'll make do with that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Anybody else? You good? Um, I had one more. Uh, Alex from A Clockwork Orange. No, sorry. No. <laughs> nope. Okay, thanks. Thank Bye. you. Best show. You're on the air. Hi, Tom. I have two suggestions from the list. Let's hear it. Okay, the first one is the reporter from Apocalypse Now, Dennis Hopper's character. No. Okay. The second one is the Mighty Quinn from Bob Dylan's song, no. Quinn the Eskimo. Nope. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Best show, you're on the air. Tom, it's Andy Zachs. Andy Zachs, how are you? I'm very well. Yourself? I'm doing good. Excellent. Um, I had a couple of thoughts about the list. If, oh. you've, if you've, yeah, let's hear it. I would love to okay. hear an expert opinion. I, I feel like I feel like one of the things this list is missing is you need a sitcom antagonist. So I'm going to nominate uh, Gladys Kravitz from Bewitched, the horrible neighbor down the street. Yeah, the nosy neighbor, right? Yeah, who is always staring out the window at the at the. Uh... At the at the uh, the the what you call it? The what was their last name again? Kravitz. No, her, her name is Kravitz, is, but oh oh, Abner is her husband. She's always screaming Abner. That's right. Fuck okay. Abner. All right, Gladys Kravitz. All right, let's put her. What what do we got in the eighties? Eighties. 
Sounds good. Okay, 84 80, 80, is going to be. something seems, seems good for Gladys Kravitz. Gladys, Gladys Kravitz comes in at 84. Okay. I want to put down, um, somebody suggested this on, on, no, I'm not putting that one down. I, I'm vetoing <laughs> my own thing here before I say it out loud. Um, what, do you have any, any other ideas? Oh, sure, sure. Um, I was going to say, what about the DJ from the Warriors? Oh, that's a good one. The DJ from the Warriors. What do we have? What do we have in the forties? Forty-eight. The DJ from the Warriors. I, I don't think she has. An, I think she's just called the DJ. Yes. We're calling her the DJ from the Warriors. Good. Okay, awesome. we got that. That's awesome. What about? Okay. Hmm. What's what's uh what's what what's a uh, Roy Scheider's character's name in all that jazz? It's a uh, uh, Gideon, right? What's his oh. first? Oh, Ray Gideon? No, what is it? Joe Gideon. It's I, Joe Gideon. That sounds about yeah. I think that's I think that's right. What do we got in the thirties? Thirty-one. Joe Gideon. The funniest thing in that Bob Fosse book I read is that he, uh, Bob, uh, Fosse just insists that that was not, um, based on his, uh, on him. Like he was, that it wasn't autobiographical. He's like, yeah, it is partly, but it's also not. It's like, no, it's literally you. You're, 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 there's no way it's not exactly you. But he was like saying it was like a composite and stuff of. Yeah, but that's a, that's a, that's an old time dodge. Yeah, you know, like people people in bands that sounded exactly like the Velvet Underground, denying mm-hmm. that they had ever heard the Velvet Underground. Yeah, same idea. Exactly. Now, Andy Zachs, I want to talk to you more, but I've got a we got a list. Of no, no, you got to you got to motor through this list. Can I lob one final suggestion? Absolutely, at you? absolutely. Okay, how about Johnny from Airplane? Johnny's what the inflatable. No, he's the uh, he's the air traffic controller. I can make oh, that, a hat or a brooch or a pterodactyl. That's right. I'm going to put him on the standby. List. Okay. No Fair pun enough. intended, because it's airports. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well. Oh boy. Thank right. you, Andy. I appreciate it. Uh, until we meet again, Tom. Good yes. night. Have a great night. Okay. Um, we're going big time here. Um, who do we got in the top ten? What's open in the top ten? All right, number one, we're going to move up. Um, move Chris Peterson to number one, please. And what slot was Chris Peterson? He was number two. We're putting at number two, uh, Navin Johnson. Navin R. Johnson. From the jerk. Number two. What's the character on on the Sons of Anarchy with the rubber hands, Mike? What was his name? All right. If somebody could tell me the name of uh, rubber hands. From, let's see, uh, 
Look, I take offense to what this guy uh, Larsty is saying. He said this is truly the dumbest list ever. I take offense to that. That's uh, you're hurting my feelings with that. That that, that makes me sad. Um, let's see here. No, I'm not putting any Star Wars characters on this thing, except Porkins would be the only one I would consider. But I'm not even putting him on it. As much as I like Porkins, I'm not putting him on. Um, Blade? Should Blade go on the list? No, I'm not putting Blade on the list. Hmm. All right, let's go back to the phones. Best show, you're on the air. Hello, this Hi. is Allison. Hi, Allison. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing all right. What's going on tonight? Cool. So I have two um, non-fictional characters that I would like to suggest for your list. Two non-fictional characters. Or fictional, sorry. Or fictional. That's all right. Now, what, what, do you, what do you got? Okay, so the first is Inigo Montoya from uh, The Princess Bride. Okay. I'm going to pass on that. Okay. Sorry. Even though that's Saul from Homeland, which is pretty crazy. Um, and my second suggestion is Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop. You mean the, the puppet? Yes. <laughs> what about... Um, I do have Madam on the list. I want you to just know that. I have Madam on the list. Okay. Okay. Awesome. But uh, what do you think about Lamb Chop, Mike? Let's put Lamb Chop, but I'll put Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop's going to come in pretty low on this thing. But still, top, okay, top 100. What do we got in the 90s? 92. I'm Lamb sorry, Chop. What was that? Lamb Chop is coming in at. at yeah, early early 90s, late 80s, coming, I guess. No, no. On our on our list, Lamb Chop's coming in at 92. You didn't mean the band Lamb Chop. You meant the, the I puppet. I meant the show. What kind of weirdo the names a, a lamb puppet Lamb Chop? That's like. What are we going to eat the lamb later? It's troubling. Not nuts about Sherry Lewis for that one. It is a bit troubling. Yes. Well, thank cool. you. For thank the, you. Thanks. Thank Have you a great so night. much. Have a Bye. good night. All right. What do we got in the in the in the in the forties? Uh, Forty-two. Muttley. Remember Muttley? That's uh, uh, Jeff Owens just suggested Muttley, the guy who does all the great Best Show artwork. And people want to know, how do you support the Best Show? It's very simple, everyone. How do you support the Best Show? Well, we have a mailing list you can go um, sign up for. It's uh, over at thebestshow.net. You can sign up for that. We have a, uh, and that'll tell you what's going on with the show. The box set is available over at numerogroup.com, the amazing Sharpling and Worcester box set. That we put out that is um, available, uh, I think, for mail order now. It'll be in stores soon. It's uh, it's it's a uh, it took it took the whole uh, year of 2014 for us to get this thing together. It, the people are getting it now. People's boxes are showing up. They're starting to get it, and people. I'm blown away by how people love this thing. It means so much. Uh, to me, to see people loving this box, um, so uh, that that's very satisfying. You could get the boxes is available: sixteen CDs, hundred page hardcover book, so many different things. 
uh, and at numerogroup.com. You can support the sponsors of the show. That's another important way to help. You support, if, if you're so inclined and you hear a product mentioned that you'd be interested in, by all means, support it and use the coupon codes that I give out during the show. You can da- go to iTunes or, or your RSS feed. You download the episodes and you give us g- good reviews on, uh, on iTunes. It's really, that is how you support the best show. You just, you, you be, and tell people the show's back. That's another way to, to do it. Let's see. Um, do we know how many open slots we have? Okay, let's see here. We got to put, um, All right, where where can we put uh where would you put Jackie Brown, Mike? How many? Twenty seven? Oh, that's not bad. Twenty something minutes to go. Twenty seven open slots. Where should Jackie Brown go, Mike? Fifties. What do we got in the thirties? Thirties are full. What do we got in the twenties? 29, Jackie Brown. Look, the Quentin Tarantino's uh, calmest movie. And then he didn't, uh, nobody saw it. And then he got mad and and all the movies are super violent now. Did anybody get a name? Chucky is the rubber hands guy, right? What do we got in in the 40s? 40s are full? 41, Chucky from... From Sons of Anarchy. If I was to put anybody from Breaking Bad, who would you put, Mike? Tuco? No, Tuco. No, Tuco. Best show, you're on the air. Uh, You're a little quiet, buddy. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Can you turn that turn down the radio? Yeah, I, I'm so sorry. I actually thought this phone died. You thought the phone? No, the phone's still alive. Yay! That's so exciting. It's still in what? Literally, what? we're just calling you guys on my other phone. What's your name? I am Sabrina. Sabrina, where are you calling from? I am calling from Waltham, Massachusetts. Okay. Do you have anybody for the list? I've got a couple. Okay. What do you have? Well, first of all, Nabokov's Lolita, who has turned into something completely different in our culture, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, I've got Homer Simpson. Mm. Okay. Um, What's a better Simpsons character than Homer Simpson? Marge Simpson. Marge. Well, Actually, who's better than Marge? No, who's the daughter? Lisa. Who's the daughter? Lisa Simpson is amazing. Yeah, they're all, the whole family's good. I would put a non-Simpsons I know they're, they're Simpson all on it. And you know who my other favorite? Um, April from Parks and Rec. April from Parks and Rec? Absolutely. Okay, let me put her down. Uh, let me put her on the list here that I might get to. She's on auxiliary hold here. Oh. Yes. Interesting. Yes. What about Leslie Nope? All right, Leslie Nope has to make the list then. What are, what are Ab- we? Absolutely. Okay, all right, I'm doing it. <laughs> Calm down. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> all right. 
Where should where should Leslie Nope go? What do we got in the sixties? Ooh, I mean Leslie no, Nope should on. probably be sixty. Hold on, I'm asking. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Okay. 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 Thank you for the call. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye. You too. Bye. All right, Leslie. Nope. We got uh, Chucky. We already got him. We got to get the uh, anything in the in the eighties. Eighty-five is the Phoenix Suns gorilla. The mascot. We got to get one mascot in there. Um. And who, what was the other one? Eighty-six. Let's close out the eighty-six. We'll put Randy Marsh from South Park, the father. What do we have in the teens? Anything? Uh, let's do eleven. Stephen Colbert. One of the all-time great creations, character-wise. Has there ever been a more fully fleshed-out character like that? Ever? Right? Think about it. Think about it. No, I'm not putting the guy from who said think about the guy. I'm not putting the owner of the uh, Army-Navy store in falling down in this. We already have one falling down character. All right, let's go back to the phones. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Uh, this is Fergus in Cincinnati. Fergus in Cincinnati. What's up, Fergus? Hey, how are you getting on? Oh, yeah, I've got a non-Simpson uh, Simpson, uh, Mo Sislak. Yeah, I don't know. A big fan? No, I, I like Mo. I, I, give me, I want the one that captures the thing without the thing. Oh, I know who it is. Superintendent Chalmers. Yeah, he's a pretty good one. We're going with Superintendent Chalmers. Superintendent Chalmers. Uh, I got a, uh, another two uh, Bigfoot. Oh, that's right. We don't have any supernatural ones. Uh, Bigfoot, the Sasquatch. Hold on. So, big. What do we have in the What do we have in the teens? Six. Bigfoot comes in at sixteen. Sixteen and uh, the Loch Ness monster. Take it easy, George Nori. Uh, click, click it back a notch. We're not just doing... What are you going to do, Mel's Hole next? Thanks for the call. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, it's Chris L. from Maryland. Chris L. from Maryland. Quality caller, quality caller. Let me do Superintendent hey. Chalmers first. In the 50s, do we have anything? Fifty-seven, Superintendent Chalmers. Okay, and then do we have anything in the sixties? Sixty-three is going to be the general from the general commercials, from the general insurance commercials. Um. Okay. You got to put. Should we do an Arrested Development character in here? 
Okay, we'll do uh, Lucille Bluth. That's what uh, 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 Randall suggested. Where's your good? What do we got in the seventies? Seventy-one Lucille Bluth. Okay. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, how about Philip Marlowe? Philip Marlowe. Yeah. We got Rockford on here, Chris. <laughs> That's like an upgrade. Yeah, but you know, he he was good in the books. He was good in the Ellie Gould movie. That's true. All right, what do we got in the what do we got in the in seventies? We got anything in the eighties? Nineties? Seventy-two. Philip Marlowe. Fine. I'll take it for you, bookworms. Bookworms <laughs> always squeak one out, man. I tell you, you bookworms, you you, you 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 thought you guys were quieter than you are. You're bookworms. What's Ben? What's Ben Stiller's character from um, uh, Heavyweights? Does anybody know his name? Did somebody just put that on on? Uh, I think somebody just put that on. Yeah, that's somebody. Aaron uh, Pinto just put that on on uh, Twitter. Can somebody get me the name of Ben Stiller's character from Heavyweights, please? Anybody else, young man, Chris? Um, how about? Well, I know Tony Soprano was on. Hold the on, list, Tony but... Fergus. <laughs> Tony Perkis. What do we have? What do we have in the seventies? Seventy-one. Seventy. It's two. So there's nothing below seventy at this point. Okay, seventy. Tony Perkis from Heavyweights. Move. Swap Tony Perkis down somewhere in the in the. Uh, bump somebody up, please, and move him down to the to like eighty-eight. Whoever is at 88, swap that with 70, please. I don't care, even care who it is. They just got bumped up. Sister Ray, that's a good one, right? Sister Ray? You, what do you think, Chris? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of Lou Reed ones, I guess, that could go on there. What's another Lou Reed one that would should go on that's better than that? I saw someone suggest Waldo Jeffers. Waldo Jeffers should go on, yes. Waldo Jeffers from The Gift. The guy who oh, mails himself. Yeah. Waldo Jeffers was a boom, 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 right? You got it. Mm-hmm. Where should Waldo Jeffers go, Jason? 61, Waldo Jeffers. Can you imagine this list? Uh, the people... Who will just be like, that's really the list you came up with? You and your dumb callers. You're the captain of the stupid. It's like, um, Count Floyd? Where should Count Floyd go? Oh, um. No, William B. No, who, what's another? Joe Flaherty needs to be on the list. Yes. What do we got in the 30s? How about the 20s? 40s, 50s, 51, Count Floyd. I was this close to suggesting Skip Bittman. Skip Bittman? Yeah. Skip Bittman would be a great one, but we can major in, uh, 
we can we can go with major characters from uh from uh yeah from SCTV. We don't need to we don't need to outsmart ourselves. And I'm saying that True. to myself too. Um thank you Chris. You have a great night. Thank you too. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, this is Colin and Queens. Colin and Queens, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I got something for the list. What do you got? I got a peppermint patty from Peanuts. Peppermint patty, that's an interesting one. Peppermint yeah, patty. Yeah, I think she's a good character. Yeah, I don't like Lucy. I don't like any of those other drips. No, I don't like any of them, but peppermint yeah. patty's great. Yeah, peppermint patty kind of does make the cut. I'm with you on that. All right, cool. Good one. Thanks, Colin. Thank you. Where should Peppermint Patty go, Jason? 56, Peppermint Patty. Nope. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, this is Chuck from Olympia. Um, what do you got, Chuck? Uh, I was thinking Hatchet Face from John Waters' Crybaby. No. No? Sorry. Uh, Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life? No. You better hang up now, then. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you better hang All right, Con- Cotton is... Uh, uh, he's saying we got to get Bill McNeil from... Uh, uh, from... Uh, 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 from uh, news radio on here, I'll do I'll I'll do that out of uh, respect to Phil Hartman and uh, and Paul Sims. Where, where can we put? Where's a back to back? Who? What do we got for a back? This is what I'm going to say. Let's go do. What do we got in in the fifties and nothing? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Fifty two is going to be Sergeant Bilko. Right? You with me on that? What do you think, Mike? Phil Silvers? Nothing from Mike, huh? Mike split, huh? And then Bill McNeil. 53. Those are like uh, spiritual uh, connectors. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's uh, Orlando from New York. Orlando from New York. What's up, Orlando? What do you got? Uh, I wanted to enter into the realm uh, El Chavo from El Chavo de Ocho. You know, an eight-year-old boy who lives in a barrel. Fill fill me in here. Teach me. So uh, El Chavo de Ocho is a Spanish-language children's show, uh, and uh, it starred uh, a kid who never really had parents uh, living in this Mexican neighborhood. I think I got to learn more about this. I would I would feel like I was just putting somebody on that I didn't know anything about. That's, that's, right. that's, my, that's my shortcoming. Uh, I also have another suggestion. What do you Maybe got? this one will work. Uh, Oscar from Oscar, uh, the... Brief wondrous life of Oscar Wilde, you know, a nerd who uh, who falls in love. Oh, I don't know about that. Thanks, buddy. Nerd who fall—I don't know about a nerd who falls in love. 
Now this guy's making me regret putting pe- Peppermint Patty on this guy's suggesting when Snoopy had that brother with the mustache. Like, <laughs> suddenly I'm wishing we could switch out Spike. I can't do it, though. I think Peppermint Patty's got to stand. Although I, I wish I could put, uh... I wish I could put, uh... I'm not putting the Dell... Oh, look at this list. The Dell dude. Um... Not Ed Grimley. What, what, let's get another Martin Short character on there. Where, where can we put Lawrence Orbach from High Q? 69. Okay, Lawrence Orbach from High Q. <laughs> Is there anybody that should, how many more names do we have to get on there? We'll get a total in a few minutes. Best show, you're on the air. Good evening, Tom. I have a couple suggestions for the list. Well, I have a suggestion for you that doesn't have to do with the list. What is it? It might be for you to not have your phone so close to your mouth. I'm sorry. Is that better? Eh. What do you got? What do you got for me, buddy? What do you got for me? Todd Margaret? Todd Margaret, um, no, I got a couple, we got, do we have the, what's the other Mr. Show character there, the, um. Oh, there's, I didn't hear the rest of the show, I'm sorry, I just came in. Nine now. left. How about Becker? Oh, what, who? Bender? Be- Becker, I'm not putting Becker on there, t- Ted Danson? You nuts. Look, uh, the Martin Short synchronized swimmer, that is, uh, Lawrence Orbach, basically. They gave him the same makeup. I'm not putting somebody from Pete and Pete on the list. That's not happening. Um, Mr. Met is pretty good. Who, where could Mr. This is what I would say, Jason. What's the lowest available? What's the, the lowest ranking slot available? 23. 23. Who's at 46? Luke Cage. You know, who's at 47? No, I already regret that one. Take that one off and put Mr. Met where Yossarian was, please. What's Lonnie Anderson's character on WKRP? I'm not putting her on. Besho, you're on the air. Hi, it's Terry. It's Terry. Yeah, I, I, I sound, I don't sound like me because I'm a little sick. Terry T? It really is me, yes. This is not Terry T. Yes, it is Terry T. I don't, it does not sound like you. Yeah, oh, God, here, look, now you'll tell it to me. <laughs> okay, now it's now I can recognize that it's indeed Terry T. I said, now how you do it, like an overarching one character represents like, the whole franchise. Yes. Right, yeah. So I noticed you don't have any of the Star Trek franchise. That is true. There is no Star Trek on here. There is I no mean, Star Wars either, but no Star Trek. Who would you recommend from Star Trek? I mean, every, I mean everyone, you know, Spock or Data or Picard or Captain Kirk or whoa, you know, there's all these. Oh, Jordy, you know, there's so, Data. Uh-huh. But who, who, I think I, I would suggest... Uh, the Q? The Q. Oh, I hate the Q. No, I'm not putting the Q on the list. Okay, come on. 
so great. He's like... Give me he, another. He's literally like a, the Wicked Witch. Yeah, no. Give me another Star like Trek. Give me another. Future and a male. All right, give me uh, another Star uh, Trek character. I'm not going with. Quark? Quark. Quark. A Ferengi. Let's put a Ferengi on the list. <laughs> Is his name Quark? Yeah, Quark. Okay. All right, let's see. No, it's, first of all, somebody's saying, Allison Huntley is saying Chappie. Chappie's not making this list. Um, <laughs> let's go. Where Where can, uh, who, lowest rank on the list now is? Uh, yeah, a Ferengi's not going at 23 on this list. Yeah, okay. Who's at 68? I'm not bumping him all the way up. Who could we slide up to 23? You knowing what I would want on the list. Who could get into that 23 slot? Well, wait, I John have... Wick is 23 now. Okay. And put where was John Wick before? Can you put Quark the Ferengi? <laughs> Qu- okay, Quark, you made the list. And now well, the only catch is if, if you want this on the list, Terry T. Yeah, yes. The only catch... Yeah. Is that um? You could grow a beard. No, it's that I I'm going to spend uh, a night no. in in a haunted sensory no. deprivation tank, a no. haunted one. Not only <laughs> not only a sensory deprivation tank, a haunted one. One where you have to be like like where I would get an inheritance by like you get the inheritance, you just got to spend this night in the. Uh, in this haunted de- sensory deprivation tank. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, it's not happening. Don't worry. It's your funeral. <laughs> oh, no, that's another SED. That's Linda Lavin from... Yeah. Oh. What's a... What's a... What's a... Uh, uh, what's a, uh, an Andrea Martin character that should be on the list? Do you have Edith Prickly yet? Edith Prickly is not on the list. Right, or the lady, the, the lady, the farter lady. That, no way, is that his, Perini Scleroso? <laughs> no, I'm not putting Perini Scleroso on the list. I'll put Edith Prickly on the list, though. Where can yeah, Edith Prickly go? 22, Edith Prickly. Perfect. But I got one more what uh, you got? franchise that you don't, I don't think is represented. What's that? I mean, the, the, is the... Is anything from any Coen Brothers movie represented? We have. Uh, did we ever put Walter Subcheck on the list? We did. We have. You know, we have Marge Gunderson from Big oh, from uh, Fargo, and we should. We have uh, uh, Walter Subcheck from Big Lebowski. Okay. All right. Well, the, yeah, we got I a couple. Was on suggest, there. I was going to suggest Ty Abelman. Cy Abelman from 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 what's that from a serious man? Cy Abel. Oh my! Wait, we don't have Fonzie on the list. What? Hey, where should Fonzie go? Oh, he's got to be like you know. Fonzie can't go nine. Let's put Daniel Plainview nine. Okay. From from uh, there will be blood. Yeah, I know. You don't have. Uh, I drink okay. milk. Thanks. All right, you you have a great night, Terry uh, T. Uh, you're making me feel better. So I great. will see you in in the SDT. SDT. S. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have a great night. All right, good night. How many more names? 
Six left. And what are the rankings for them? Six, seven, thirteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Where's John Wick? We're moving him up to thirteen now. John Wick is at thirteen. He's running hot. It's a breakout hit. And that leaves what slot open? 23. Okay, if 23 is open, who wrote Joe Piscopo as Frank Sinatra? No. Billy Jack? No, I'm not putting Billy Jack on here. No, I'm not putting... Who? J.J. Evans? Jimmy... Jimmy Walker? No. I'd put, uh, what's his face on there? Um, uh, uh, the dad. No, I'm not putting him on either. That guy. Seems like a nice guy, though. Too high. Too high, too high a ranking. Let's see. So right now the slots open are six, seven. What else? Six, seven, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty-three. So we have one, two, Three, four, five, six slots to go, and we have about five minutes left in the show. Now, I'm not putting Miss Cleo on the list. Oh, you know we should put is the, uh, is this, who just said this? Yeah, Wes just wrote, uh, no. Who's good, who, when you look at that list, who should be much higher on it? Hamlet. Mr. Met? Where's Mr. Met at right now? Move Mr. Met to 23, please. And in, in that slot, in the Mr. Met slot, the former Mr. Met slot, we will put, um, yes, very good, very good, uh, Dr. Machine on, uh, on Twitter. We're putting, uh, uh, Grandmama in there. Larry Johnson's, uh, character from the commercial from the early 90s. Remember that, Mike? Grandmama's going there. <clears throat> Number 19, can you please put, uh, Tony Clifton in the spot? Um, let's see. Number, uh, 17, can you please put Conrad Birdie from Bye Bye Birdie in the slot? Um, now, I'm not putting the guy from Dumb and Dumber, the the guy who eats the sandwich. and I'm not putting the Encyclopedia Britannica kid. It's one guy who's been beating that drum all night. That's a real person, first of all. Who? No, I'm not putting sport from Taxi Driver. But who's another good, uh, who's a good, uh, Scorsese character? Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. That's an interesting one. No, we need Grandpa Munster has to go on here somewhere. 
Well, no, that's not fun. That's like the least. Mike said uh, Harvey Keitel's Harvey Keitel from Alice doesn't live here anymore. No, that's like the most. Okay, no. Number. You took me off target here, Mike. I had a good. I had a good one. Let's put what's his Roy Scheider's character from Jaws. Eighteen. What was his name again? Brody? Sheriff Brody? Right? Number seven, Papa John. Let's put Papa John. No, wait, no. Strike that. Where's John Wick at currently? John Wick is now at seven. Thirteen is going to be Papa John. One space open. Who should go? Her? Should I put her in the thing? I'm not putting her in there. No, I'm not putting Schneider from uh, from uh, from uh, One Day at a Time in there. Which which ironically, no, is it was on when Alice was on. Can you believe Alice that they took the movie Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore and made it into the show Alice? How did that happen? That's the strangest thing ever. What slot is still open? Six. Six. Got to get a big one in there, man. When you look at the list, is there anybody who should be in that six slot? Well, where is he now? Yeah, move, move Alan Partridge to six, please. And then eight is open now. Let's check these final four calls. We'll see if anybody has any ideas for the eight slot. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, this is Caroline in Tucson. Hi, Caroline. Real fast, who do you have? Okay, um, I was thinking Luther, uh, the character played by Gene Simmons in the 1984 Tom Selleck film Runaway. That's the... He's the evil guy, <laughs> and he makes little robots that shoot acid. I wish I could do it. I wish I could do it. I can't. He's a great character. Who's who's on the list that we could strike? In the who's who's in the nineties who we could strike? He's better than a lot of those. I know. Well, we're gonna make room for him. Strike Henry Rush and put in Luther from Runaway, please. One of the greatest movie villains of all time, in my opinion. Yes. There we go. Thank you. You're welcome. Have Thank a great you, night. Tom. Bye. Okay, Besho, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Tom. This is Stephen in Chicago. Stephen in Chicago. Who who do you have for the list? I have Terry Coverley from the thick the thick of it. Interesting. Terry mm. is is the, one of the most. She's like she like gets beaten and does and beats people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Somehow she walks away clean. I think we almost thing. have to go with we almost have to go with what's his face though. If we're gonna do the thick of it, we have to just go with uh with uh not Malcolm. No? Well I mean he's he's fantastic. You're but... too subtle. <laughs> I was too subtle. Yes. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No, 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 don't worry. Okay. Alright, thanks, All right. buddy. Yeah. Bye. All right. Best show, you're on the air. 
Hi, it's uh, James from Philadelphia. Dan, who do you, who goes on the list? Oh, James. Who? Uh, oh, um, my name is James. I've got two suggestions. Who do you have? Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No. Uh, Dean Lerner from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Dean Lerner's very that he has to be on the list somewhere. Dean Lerner, yeah. who's played by Richard Ayoa Day. What? Yeah. Um, who who's in the who? When you look in the, in the fifties, uh, uh, who should go? Yeah, ditch Sergeant Bilko and please put Dean Lerner there. Okay. Phil Leotardo has to make the list too. No, you're... The guy who yells out when he gets... <laughs> no, no, you're 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 nuts. Get out of here. Mike says wants the guy who screams when Phil Leotardo's head gets squashed. <laughs> Mike's Mike's losing his mind. Number six is open. Number eight is open. Please put in the number eight slot, Merv the Perv, from Saturday Night Live. Is that too high for Merv the Perv? That might be too high. When you look at the list, who should be in the top ten, who's not? Put Stephen Colbert at number eight, and where was he now? Then, then Merv the Perv goes in the eleven slot. And when you look in the in the seventies, is there anybody who should either be dumped into the nineties or stricken from the list? Paulie's robot from Rocky Four stays. I'm sorry. Yeah, strike the judge from Blood Meridian and put Cy Abelman from a simple, a serious man in that slot, please. Caller? Yep. Are we, are we done business-wise? Uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. Thanks. Thank you. Best show, you're on the air. Yeah, this is Chris in Los Angeles. Chris in Los Angeles, what do you got? Okay, I got a couple. How about David Brent from The Office? No. No? What else? How about Ron Donald from Party Down? No. No, uh, um, Pete Campbell from Mad Men? No. And my wife would like me to say John McClane from Die Hard? No. Sorry, buddy. You went 0 for 4. Final calls. Best show, you're on the air. How about Mel Sharples or the Cardiff Giant? Who's this? This is Jeff. The Cardiff Giant. Yes. I, I The Cardiff Giant should be on the list somewhere. I Who, was thinking that. Where, should, where could the Cardiff Giant go? Who can go and, and be swapped out with the Cardiff Giant? Because it should represent all time like that. You know what I mean? No, I'm not losing The Rock, you... <laughs> it meant so much to Fred from Honolulu to have him on there. He'd be swapping a rock yeah, for a rock. Strop, stra- dump Philip Marlowe, and we're putting, who are we putting in there now? The Cardiff Giant? The Cardiff Giant. In place of Philip Marlowe. We're fine-tuning the list now. Very good, Tom. Thank Thanks, you very Tom. much. Best show, you're on the air. 
Hey, this is Kane from Knoxville. What do you got? Tommy Saxondale. Yeah, Saxondale should be on the list. Um, Definitely. Who could go when you look at the list, Jason? Yeah, put put Saxondale in the uh, Tommy Saxondale in place of the Chestnut Mare. <laughs> oh no, not Chestnut Mare. No, Chestnut Mare's got a boogie. Sorry, man. <laughs> Thank you. No more, no more calls, Mike. I'm gonna. That'll be the last one on line one, and I'll just answer these three, and then we're done. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, it's John in Lawrenceville. John in Lawrenceville. First of all, I'm not putting Spuds McKenzie on the list. Go ahead. Who do you got, buddy? I have Harold from Harold and the Purple Crown. Oh, how did I forget that? Who can go for Harold? All right, I guess. Can I see? Let's see. Let's lose. Um, let's lose this guy. The guy who yells, "It's not working," um, and put in Harold. From Harold. From Harold, from Harold, great. Thanks. You got one in, buddy. Thanks. All right. Thanks a lot, Tom. Bye. Best show you're on the air. Yes. Uh, Logan from Kansas. What do you got, buddy? Uh, Admiral Adama. What? Admiral Adama from What's that? Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Final call. Best show you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Tom. This is Ryan from New York. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, Laszlo Hollyfield from Real Genius. No. Um, okay, I got to take it. Best show, you're on the air. Tom? Yeah. Hey, Tom, what's up? This is Joe in Chicago. What do you got? Uh, the mean boyfriend from the Voices Carry video. It's tempting. The mean boyfriend from the from the Till Tuesday video, Voices Carry video. Hmm. I'm gonna. I, I think. I think I gotta close the door on the list. We're done. We're done here. All right. Sorry. Bye. All right, guys. That has been. We did it. One hundred. The top one hundred fictional characters of all time have been. I'm gonna read the list real fast. Okay. Should I go from 100 to 1? Okay, here we go. Get ready. Here is the list, and we will post this list later. Um, all right. Number 100, Turtle from Entourage, Luther from Runaway, Roger Kaputnik, Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer, PC from the Apple Commercials, Patsy Stone, Jake from Adventure Time, Dr. Crona, Lamb Chop, Moby Dick, Freddie Quell, the Scorpions guy with the forks in his eyes, Tony Perkis from Heavyweights, Quasimodo, Randy Marsh, the Phoenix Suns Gorillas, Gorilla, Gra- Gladys Kravitz, uh, John Kreese from Karate Kid, Lois from Goodfellas, Buford T. Justice, The Giggler from Deathwish 3, uh, Lynn from Alan Partridge, Coach McGurk, Madam, Ben Grimm, Paulie's Robot from The Thing, Cy Abelman from A Serious Man, The Old Man from Led Zeppelin 4, The Cardiff Giant, Lucille Bluth, uh, um, the Martians from Mars Attacks, Lawrence Orbach. I'm swapping that out to Nathan Thurm. That's a, that's a better Martin Short character. 
Okay. Dalton from Roadhouse. Roz from Night Court. President Camacho from Idiocracy. The Wife of Bath from Canterbury Tales. Leslie Nope. The General. Judge Smales. Waldo Jeffers. Thor from Norse Mythology, not from Marvel Comics. Hamlet. Uh, at number 59, Hamlet from Hamlet. Number 58, Brody from Seinfeld. Number 57, Superintendent Chalmers. Peppermint Patty. Meatwad. Sophia Petrillo. Bill McNeil. Dean Lerner. Count Floyd. Ted Baxter. The Rock. The DJ from the Warriors, Grandmama, Luke Cage, uh, The Counselor, Ellen Ripley, Droopy from Mr. Show, Muttley, Chucky from Sons of Anarchy at number 41, Jerry Blank at 40, Harold from Harold and the Purple Crayon, Quark the Ferengi, Defense from Falling Down, Ignatius P. Riley, Tommy Saxondale, Manny Fraker from Death Wish 3, Walter Sobchak, Harry the guy with the snake on his face, Joe Gideon, Liz Lemon, Jackie Brown, Peter Vankman, Frankie Teardrop, Marge Gunderson, Wonder Woman, D from What's Happening, Mr. Met, Edith Prickley, Camp Comfort Clerk from National Lampoon's Vacation, Omar Little, Tony Clifton, Sheriff Brody, Conrad Birdie, Bigfoot, Bugs Bunny, Neil Hamburger, Papa John, Tony Soprano, Merv the Perv, and the top ten, number ten, Jim Rockford, number nine, Daniel Plainview, number eight, Stephen Colbert, number seven, John Wick, Number six, Alan Partridge. Number five, Rupert Pupkin. Number four, Santa Claus. Number three, Clifford. Number two, Navin R. Johnson. And number one is Chris Peterson. There we go. The hundred names. Guys, we did it. We did it, right, Mike? They said it couldn't be done. But now it is done. We will post this. We will post this online later. I thank you all for calling. It was a nice, fun, lively night on the phones. We all had a great time. And Best Show will be back next week. Have a, a fun guest lined up. Be good stuff. And everybody, once again... Thank you for listening, uh, and go to thebestshow.net for for um, all stuff with the show. Please download the episodes. That's how you support the show. You can get the box set, the Sharpling and Worcester box set, over at numerogroup.com. Um, sign up for the mailing list at thebestshow.net. Support the sponsors, and yes, and please know that Tonight's episode of The Best Show is supported by Wealthfront, the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way. It automatically rebalances your portfolio and reinvests your dividends, all commission-free. Wealthfront manages over $2 billion and has saved millions on taxes for its clients. Visit Wealthfront.com slash Best Show to get your first $10,000 managed for free. That's Wealthfront. Dot com best show to get your first $10,000 managed for free. The best show will be back next week. Let's listen to something on the way out by Shannon and the Clams. Thanks, everybody.